All right, Monday time, Cyber Monday, some have said. Uh, it's a deal-making day. We'll talk about some of those great deals that you can get on all the dietary supplements and things that bring that power to heal back to you where it belongs, right here on the Robert Scadbell Show. Uh, first hour up, Dr. James Johnston returning, uh, and he's got a way you can access help through yourhomemedicalcare.com. And we'll talk about long COVID recovery and other things that are going on this winter season. Got a comment of the day. I was wondering if anybody was listening to me when I mentioned the word reincarnation, and it's a it's a nice one. We'll have a good uh, discussion on that. We've got the uh, homeopathic hit of the day. It's not China. Remove the H and you get Cena. What is it for? Think parasites and worms. We got a homeopathic hit to tackle worms today. Also, Chris Huar uh, joins us again from the satellite phone store to give you another even greater deal on Cyber Monday to get the access to the uh, kind of things that if you're stuck in a war zone and you can't get out, you can't call anybody because cell phone service is down, you got the satellite phone. We'll hear from Kevin uh, Tuttle in Israel on the satellite phone, on the sat phone today as well. So that's a whole lot going on and even more. Come on over to robertscabell.com slash listen. Give us your questions and comments right in the live chat room or wherever you're watching. Let us know, say hi, let us know where you're from and we'll be uh, getting this healing party started right about now. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty. The Robert Scott Bell Show. All right, I survived the onslaught of 10 questions or more from Super Don on the Sunday Conversations edition of the Robert Scott Bell Show. And I'm still standing. I'm here. I'm happening. And so are you. Thank you for being a part of this very special edition as we uh, crank up post-Thanksgiving uh, and hoping that if you overindulge, you're doing some of the homeopathic hits to your body for the benefit of recovery of the gastrointestinal system, which includes your liver, because you may have overindulged in some really delicious things. I know I certainly did. In fact, I'm still benefiting from some of the organic desserts made by some of my friends who came and joined us for Thanksgiving last week. In fact, uh, two days in a row, I've had creme brulee on my pancakes. Yes, they're organic and all of that stuff, but it was delicious. They're eggs. They tell me it's eggs for breakfast, right? So uh, I had that. I'm still standing. Got some things that are growing in the greenhouses Got a, a couple of pictures, two or three or four, maybe four pictures of things that already happening in the greenhouses as we've uh, transitioned. It's funny because when we used to be in Florida, uh, I just got one of those reminders. Eight years ago, you were harvesting green beans from your outdoor garden at the end of November. Yeah, that was Florida growing year round. Uh, but it could be different if you're in the northern climes. And I hope that you're uh, either growing some indoors or you got a greenhouse happening here. Uh, we've got uh, a couple of great guests, uh, returning guests, uh, Dr. James Johnston joining us this hour. We'll hit a little bit more of the long COVID and what's going on this holiday and uh, winter season, flu shot season, it used to be known as. And Chris Hoare returns uh, from Satellite Phone Store to give you another great Cyber Monday reminder of uh, the deal to get emergency communications opening those lines up, no matter what happens in the coming weeks, months, and, and even years. Uh, and we'll get a call from Kevin Tuttle updates from Israel, from Israel on the sat phone uh, later in the show. So first up, as we go into the uh, promotional uh, campaign for used to be, again, flu shot season, 
And you'd see all the public relations promotions on get your flu shot, get your flu shot as if it was actually ever yours. Uh, It's not. But now they are promoting heavily the COVID injections, even after the emergency is gone. Not that it was a real emergency in the sense of a, uh, a transiting virus, if you will, other than toxic poison. Yes, I agree. That was a problem. But never to be countered by an injection that would artificially stimulate maybe an immune response resulting in antibodies. At what cost do they need the antibodies of this unholy grail that they have? Well, the cost of the death of millions of people worldwide has become I believe, undeniable at this point. But the Defender is reporting uh, an article by Mike Capuso. Pfizer, Moderna are spending millions on ads featuring catchy phrases and celebrities to push COVID shots. Have you been seeing any of these? You know, it was triple down, not just double down. It was flu shot, RSV, and COVID shots. So facing dramatic stock declines, stock market declines, and growing resistance to their mRNA COVID-19 injections, Pfizer and Moderna are running upbeat TV commercials with jingles and celebrities to push COVID-19 injections just in time for the holidays. Now, the one I've been most aware of, because I'm a bit of a sports fan, yes, I admit it, it was one of the guilty pleasures uh, Super Don forced me to reveal. <laughs> I, uh, I've i been seeing this guy, Travis Kelsey, who's a, I think he's a tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, along with Patrick Mahomes, a big, uh, you know, one of the popular players and, and, and teams in the last few years. And he's gone on, uh, these commercial ventures promoting the COVID jabs with like a blue Band-Aid. And I think you'll see that in that picture. Now, there are others that I wasn't aware of as far as celebrities participating. I didn't know Martha Stewart was doing anything or Charlie Puth or, well, Megan Rapinoe. What, oh, yeah, what a disaster that woman is. Is it a woman? Can you ask that question? Anyway, uh, the... <laughs> The stu- one of the one of the Pfizer copy ads read the season's updated COVID nineteen shots are here. Ask your healthcare provider if getting your COVID shot with your flu shot is right for you. And it was like a double down scenario, I think, with the Travis Kelsey ad uh, for the spike vax or whatever it is. Now the question is, how much were they paying this guy to do this? How much were they paying him? And and in this article, it it apparently reveals it. It's a staggering number. Uh, let's see. Did I did I read that right? That he's being paid twenty million dollars to promote the COVID nineteen shot compared to his five million dollar per year total endorsements for McDonald's, Papa John's, Walgreens, Nike, and Tide. So he's making four times as much just promoting the COVID injections than he is with all of his other endorsements. And no wonder why he's he's tight lipped about any accusations of impropriety in taking that money to promote something that is clearly harming people, killing people, and not in any way is there any evidence that it's helping people. I don't know if this is causing a great increase in the number of people because Travis Kelsey, who's now the boyfriend of, uh, what's her name? Uh, What's the singer's name? Biggest singer, singer in the world, apparently. Most famous one. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Thank you. Yeah. So that like put him and the Kansas City Chiefs on the map for women everywhere. Apparently they didn't like it. Now that Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are together, more people than ever. Now the question is, does that bleed over into Taylor Swift uh, uh, fans or fanatics to get the shot because her boyfriend promotes the shot? I wonder. Here's the question I got to ask because, you know, look, celebrity advertisements, celebrity, celebrity endorsements has been a Mm -hmm. thing. It's been around forever, right? You know, I go back to 
the was it Mean Joe Green with the Coca Cola? You know, were, were the, you ever? Let me ask you this: as you go into that, it's an important historical context, I think. Do you recall ever being influenced by a celebrity endorsing a product that you said, well, now I want well, to get that. You, 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 you get out of my head, Robert Scott Bell. Come on. Okay. That, that's where I was going. Oh, is yeah, this, yeah is, is I was just like, I was just thinking, it's like, if if Travis Kelsey, which by the way, did you watch the Chiefs game? Uh, did they beat the Raiders? Yes, they beat the Raiders. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I missed the end of the game. I don't. I don't know if I watched much of it, but yeah, yeah they did. As yeah. long as they beat the Raiders. As long as the Raiders lose every week, I'm fine. Okay. Um, because I mean, isn't like, isn't it like Garoppolo is is now the the quarterback for the Raiders? I think if he's not injured, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I just I'm all confused. Anyway. Okay. If Travis Kelsey goes in and goes, look at my bandaid. I got the vaccine. Is it? Mm. Are people really going to go? Oh. Travis Kelsey got, oh, I got to go get my vaccine. Run quick. I wonder. Run down to Walmart, get my vaccine. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, I guess, I mean, are people like that, <laughs> that gullible and, and uh, impressionable by a, a football star that they're going to go and get it because he got it? I, I just, haven't I just don't any, see it, but I haven't seen any uptick. You know, we've talked about the two to 3% uptake in the latest COVID injections. So I, I don't think I'm impressed with the uh, celebrity. Here's, here's the reason why I, I, I'm going to question it. Right. Do you sure. remember during, during COVID crazy and, mm-hmm. and they had all these, these nutso uh, lotteries. Oh, you can win tw- uh, $20 million if yeah. you, you get your vaccine. And then they found out way after the fact, like, you know, a, a year later or a year and a half later, Mm-hmm. That the uptake didn't change at all, and, and they'd given away like millions of dollars, and it didn't it didn't increase the uptake of. Uh... Where did I lose Super Don? I'm here. I bumped oh, the, okay. the keyboard, but yeah, you remember, <laughs> you remember yeah. that where it was like no, it course. didn't it didn't have any effect. So no. you're telling me that Travis Kelsey with his blue band aid is going to make a bunch of people run out and get their COVID vaccine? I don't think so. No, I, I don't think it's going to work. But it's I mean, for, I'm sure he's happy che- cashing the check. Twenty million dollars to promote it, but but still, what is the price of uh, your soul, so to speak? Of you know to sell out that way. Now, could he claim ignorance and have no earthly idea, or believe that everybody who claims that COVID vaccines injure and kill are conspiracy theorists that should be dismissed? I have a hard time believing that he's not been exposed to this, much less encountered quarterback. For now, the New York Jets injured, but coming back probably this year from an Achilles injury like never before. What's the guy's name? The quarterback? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And he's been outspoken on this. There's no, I don't think it's hidden anymore. Even as we said, from many of the physician community that used to be just all in on any vaccine that came out with rare exception, they're for the most part going, uh, yeah, this wasn't as good as we thought. And that's the mildest you can get from them. So Kelsey is willing to take $20 million to promote something that could injure a kill. Now, Brad Skistimus, remember him from Five Times August? Yeah. He put out a, a very polite but direct challenge to, like, Dolly Parton. Interesting, because she appeared, I think, at the Cowboys game in a Dallas Cow- a Cowboys uh, cheerleader uniform. She just came out with a rock album. And a rock album. And, look, we respect Dolly Parton's talent. There's no issue there. But she donated a million bucks to Vanderbilt to help promote the the Pfizer, Moderna, or whatever the Moderna shot I think it was, and he said, "Hey, you know you're you, you seem to be a nice you know sincere about donating to things you think will help. Now that it's obvious it hasn't helped and it's hurt, how about donating stuff to React 19, the organization that's actually turning all of the money that it gets over to victims of these COVID jabs and injections to help them recover." 
And so, of course, there's a, a backlash on Twitter X uh, uh, to five times August. How dare you, Dolly Parton? Well, look, this isn't about Dolly Parton per se uh, in terms of attacking a celebrity just because you want to attack them. It's just like, hey, look, this did not work out the way you thought it did. Give you an opportunity to be sincere in your desire to help people. Why not help the people that were hurt? Because you have contributed to their hurt. By promoting this injection, much less the uh, you know the the uh, development manufacture of it. So again, Travis Kelsey, I don't have a lot of respect for, even though he's a talented football player. I agree, but on this front, I'm like you guys and gals who support this this kind of uh, promotion. Either you're not smart, which is possible, or you're just so worshipful of the Almighty Dollar that you'll take it wherever it comes from. And and then you're gonna have to pay, you know, later. Twenty million is a lot of money. Yeah, it's a heck of a lot. I'm surprised at yeah. how much. I mean, I wouldn't have expected it to be twenty million dollars. Well, but I, let me there. let me say this. I'll bet you, had mm-hmm. there not been the Taylor Swift thing going on for the last few months, yeah, prior to this, they probably wouldn't have given him twenty million dollars. I'll bet you that played into it. You're right. I think you're right. Now, here's the question I asked you. I'll try to think of it myself, too. Was there any celebrity endorsement in our lifetime that caused you to go out and buy something because the celebrity did? Not consciously, no. Yeah. I, I don't recall. I, I remember no, we had the Evil, Evil dolls, you know, or, or the motorcycles. But Well, that's different, though. Yeah. It wasn't like Evil Knievel said, go get your flu shot. And I went and got my flu shot. Right. Well, I bought I mean, the evil. I bought the evil Knievel toy that, yes, that was really super cool, and you, you pulled the thing, yes, and it was zzz, that, and yes. it jumped in the. Yeah. So I guess that's different. You're right, but yeah. So it's not like we're you know unaffected by like celebrities that we go. Oh, that evil Knievel was cool. So we got the toy when we were kids. But I, yeah, I'm not inclined to go just because a celebrity does it. In fact, maybe the opposite when they say it. Um, so I'm very cautious, of course, with my endorsements. I know that people, you know, do rely upon what I say and take it you know, uh, to heart. And I hope that uh, I never, let's say what we call it, uh, fail you in that, which I endorse. Right. And if I did, I would go, Oh man, I screwed up on that. But so far so good. The idea here is of course, still to encourage you to do your own homework about anything and everything that I utilize or recommend, but, but, you know, super Don, of course, like with the cardio miracle, what has happened to him and his wife. I mean, these are things that are undeniable to me. Then I begin to go deeper into things, into the science that backs it up to go, Hey, yeah, this is a good product. This is a good service. And therefore take it, you know, take it under consideration. Let's just say that. And we have some more up, uh, uh, Cyber Monday deals. One that I think you have a banner up at robertscottbell.com, which the site is working really fast now since it transferred over. Uh, but the relaxed sauna, and many of you, as I said, I use the saunas in the winter. I know it's harder to sweat outside. You don't get as much sunlight. And the far infrared sauna, the the uh, relaxed sauna, there's a RSB code. If you go get there, Cyber uh, Monday today, I don't know how long this is going to last, but it's not 100 bucks off. It's 200 bucks off. So if you've been looking to get a far infrared sauna, it's portable. You can fold it down the relaxed far infrared sauna. Uh, use this promo code RSB. You're going to get 200 bucks off, not 100. Yeah, just use that, that. Use that banner that's on the front front page there. Yeah, and you use the same promo code. And I guess is it just for today. I don't. I, yeah, we need to know what that yeah. is. But okay. jump on it. And and also yeah. we we got some emails from Trinity School of Natural Health. They've got great deals that happen like maybe twice a year. Uh, discounts on lectures on demand, uh, discounts on various things, including the uh, Trinity swag. 
So you may want to check out trinityschool.org or link on the banners that we have and take advantage of that. I don't know, Super Don, if you have those images uh, for people to see what the deals are, but take advantage of them as well. You know, if you've been wanting to take a course or a lecture on demand, you save a little bit. There you go. Also, yes, we got the uh, 2024 Virtual Expo, Health Freedom Expo happening February, and you'll get Whoops. deals on that as well. Wow. Where'd what, it I go? Know, what happened? There we there. go. Okay. There you go. So you can save on the admission. Uh, five bucks off the virtual Trinity Expo, which is like 35 down to 30, which you get three months of full access. 25 bucks off of exhibitor booth at the virtual. If you want to exhibit your your wares, so to speak, or products, 50 bucks off a sponsorship package as well. Uh, there's And that's 17th and 18th of February. And I got to make sure that that gets into the upcoming events tab if it isn't already. I don't recall at the moment. Uh, but yeah, take advantage of the Trinity deals that are out there right now as well. And, and remember, then, full, and then full, what? And, and then, then yeah, there's the other Trinity stuff. There we go, Cyber Week specials. Which let me get back over. It's to going until December first. Yep. All right, that, that's worth ten percent off of Trinity merchandise, twenty percent off of lectures on demand, and the endocannabinoid professional program when paid in full. And uh, additional deals from the Trinity Health Freedom Expo. So, yeah, you've got lectures on demand at 20% off. So if you've been waiting to take advantage of that, if you haven't purchased my Clinical Homeopathy 101 Plus lecture, this is a time to save money on that as well. Uh, That'll be really great. And uh, I wanted to mention the Folium PX because that never really goes on sale other than the 10% 10 off. Uh, As I said, Bobri last week on the air said he would give 15% off through today, Monday, the 27th of November. So act fast by, I think, 10 p.m. Pacific time. So by 1 a.m. Eastern time, that would be going all all the way to Tuesday. I've changed the page. If you go to the More tab, it used to say Black Friday specials. Now it says Cyber Monday, Cyber Week specials, and everything is listed on there that I'm aware of at this point. Okay, very cool. So go check that out. All right, there's more. I don't want to belabor it all at one time, but uh, just the opportunities to take advantage. Am I am I not lit up enough, Super Don? I'm looking at my screen. It looks very dark. Uh, it's a little, little, I guess it's a little dark. I'm going to yeah. walk away. Check out that satellite. <laughs> We're going to talk about that in a moment. I'm going to turn on the light a little, little bit. <clears throat> Let there be light. Not to get all, all like religious on people and stuff. Yes, there's a satellite phone over in the corner there. And uh, we'll be talking about that, and we'll have we'll have Kevin uh, dialing buddy, in from Israel. Kevin dialing in from Israel again on his satellite phone. Very cool, very cool. Uh, this hour we've got Dr. James Johnson joining us momentarily. Um, any other uh, comments on the uh, the celebrities or uh, this? You know, you say celebutards at this point because uh, you know even Martha Stewart's in on the. I just think it's a waste that. of money. I don't think yeah. that it affects people the same way that it used to. And maybe I, you know, it's not like I am in everybody's head, but, you know, for me, it's just, especially for something on like vaccines, they tried that, that tactic, uh, during the pandemic. And, uh, if you notice it, it just didn't work. People have already made up their minds because run DMC does a rap about vaccines is not going to make a bunch of African-Americans run down to Walmart and get a flu and get a, a shot. Uh, Travis Kelsey is not going to get into a bunch of football fans and be like, oh, I need to get the COVID shot now because Travis Kelsey got it. You know, that's not going to happen. I, I think it's been proven, you know, scientifically at this point, unless people aren't paying attention, that that is not working. People who are vaccine hesitant are not going to run out and get one because a celebrity got one. They want to feel comfortable and feel like it's something that is safe. And Travis Kelsey is not going to do that for people. So, you know, it may work with, you know, other stuff, but I, I think yeah. when we're talking about something as serious as this, it's people are so ingrained and entrenched in how they feel 
yeah. uh, about the situation that, that that's why $20 million the, dollars down the drain. Yeah. Why don't they pay Anthony Fauci to come back and do it? You did it so well the first time, right? <laughs> yeah. You want a celebrity endorsement? Get your COVID shot. Get your COVID shot. Or, you know, any anybody that, uh, Nancy Snyderman, remember, get your damn shot. Yeah. Right. We need these pretentious doctors, pretend wannabes. We need more Leanna Wynn or or, yeah. or Rochelle Walensky or something, right? Yeah. yeah, these failed public servants that were not serving the public at all. Yeah. They were serving themselves and their paymasters in the pharmaceutical um well, death cult at this point. No other way to sugarcoat that. I think we need Peter Hotez. You know, Peter Hotez said <laughs> with the book uh hey, go get your, your your COVID shot because it's a good idea. I'm yeah, I totally do it. <laughs> I totally do it. All right. Enough of that. All right. Well, listen, we got a lot more healing to go on the Robert Scott Bell show. One of the things we're going to be doing in the new year, we're working on developing a, a, a COVID long COVID type recovery summit for everybody where I'll be interviewing a lot of uh, guest experts. That's outside of this show. Very intense discussion. One of the guys that I probably would like to interview, even though he's been on the show before and he's on again, but maybe we can go deeper off the air uh, to get him in on the summit is Dr. James Johnston. Uh, he's got an online ability to, to consult with him. He's been on, and we'll give you that. It's yourhomemedicalcare.com. And uh, he's back on just in time for the post-holiday. I won't call it flu because I believe that what people have done is abuse their bodies with food to the point of symptoms, and they want to blame a virus. What say you, Dr. Johnston? <laughs> Whatever he is, it's unusual because they're testing negative for RSV and negative for influenza and negative for COVID. I'm still giving them ivermectin because the COVID tests are notoriously unreliable. But if you go to these crunchy granola moms, Facebook groups and read up and, and you, you, there's something strange going on right now with long sicknesses. And I've seen a pretty severe pneumonias as a complication of it uh, in, uh, in healthy patients. So I don't know what it is. Well, the, yeah, when you talk about pneumonia, I often think of these things as, as well, particularly walking pneumonia being a, a very chronic, debilitating immune challenge, right? It's not, it didn't come on. It wasn't a sudden onset. And a lot of times these pneumonias will come on post what they call influenza or something like that when they've been treated with immunosuppressive drugs and that impacts the liver, the detox pathways. And then there's compensatory action by the body because the body's smart. It's like, well, if the liver and kidneys aren't doing their job, Hey, let's go. How about the lungs? That's a great excretory process. Let's go there. And then we, you know, you follow this. It's like redundant systems that know intelligently more than let's just be honest, present company excluded what doctors do. They just kind of poison people back to health. That's not the best, you know, long-term protocol for recovery. And the ER is given steroids. Steroids yeah. with a virus. If if you test negative for everything, steroids and they're out the door. Yeah, well, powerful liver and immunosuppressant, uh, liver intoxicant and immunosuppressant. So uh, we're looking at how do we address. Let's say genuinely, we call about treating disease in, in Western medicine. I would call it looking at the whole person and saying, hey, what's going on? What do we need to shore up? What do we need to help the body to remove? And it's a different you know, program and protocol. You've had a lot of success with the uh, drug called ivermectin, uh, which is uh, uh, you know, on the, the toxicity scale of drugs. It's like way on the other end in terms of it's, it's incredibly safe relative to most drugs. Um, so why do you think it's working in your studies and your clinical practice for people even today? Well, I've treated about 3000 patients with COVID and probably 500 patients with long COVID and vaccine injuries, vaccine, uh, COVID vaccine injuries and, uh, long haul COVID are very similar in presentation because I think the M spike proteins, the, the, the problem and almost all of my long haul COVID patients 
are MTHFR deficient. We always thought if they were heterozygous for the MTHFR mutation, they wouldn't have symptoms because their homocysteine levels are normal. They don't have the increased risk of heart attack and stroke or increased risk of, of depression and anxiety. But I'm COVID changed my mind about that because a lot of these patients are heterozygous and you put them on six mil, milligrams a day of L-methylfolate, or I, I just use a name brand, Metanex, and man, they're getting 10 months of disabling uh, neurologic problems from the COVID vaccine or the COVID uh, long haul syndrome. And they're reversing it in just a few weeks. It's very exciting because uh, I've, I've begged the FLCCC to add Metanex to their long haul COVID uh, um, protocol. And they've looked at it, they've written on it and said, yes, there's a connection, but they haven't added it to their uh, routine yet. So I think it needs to be routine for everybody with long haul COVID. They're either they're homozygous or heterozygous for MTHFR. They're deficient. They're not methylating enough folate to repair all the neurologic damage done by the M spike protein in the COVID path, path COVID pathogen and the and the COVID vaccine. And so uh, I'm seeing great reversals pretty quick. Now, are you able to do this? As a, uh, I mentioned, that you consult like. They call I don't know if they call it still telemedicine at this point, where they don't have to necessarily come see you or be in the same city as you are. There are a lot of people that yeah. don't still don't have access to docs that'll work with them, guess a more holistically or more in line with what you know about metabolic pathways that you're trying to help correct rather than suppress. Yeah, I, I can treat anybody in all 50 states. And even if there's no pharmacy near you that will fill a script for ivermectin for COVID-19, there are pharmacies in Michigan and New York and Florida that will mail to every state in the in the nation. So anybody that needs anything, ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine at the doses necessary to treat COVID can get it within a couple of days next day air. Um, and so that's a blessing. FLCCC really streamlined the process of figuring out how, which pharmacies will fill it and ship it to you. Okay, so people have access to those of you out there that you look, I, I look at this as a transition in, to the right direction, the correct direction, that is reducing the toxic burden of the body, even in treatment, or maybe especially in treatment, because as you point out, going right to the nuclear option of prednisone or methylprednisone, uh, it's so immunosuppressant and so liver toxic that it can be it can be deadly in and of itself. And I do acknowledge the place appropriate for those things. They do exist. But by and large, when they're thrown out first, second, or even third, uh, it becomes very problematic. And then we're left as a homeopath or other holistically inclined integrative doctors to pick up the pieces of those other allopaths that don't consider all of these other things that you're talking about. In a lot of moms, they'll come to me and they you gotta have gotta do something. And yeah, I know your kid's been sick for two weeks, but it doesn't have pneumonia. You know, there's, it does, there's no evidence of a bacterial infection. Um, and it's very frustrating for moms. And so what ERs and what um, even docs like me that want to avoid prednisone by mouth, I'll give it via nebulizer um, because at least you're doing something. You get this pressure. Okay, they're spending money on your services. You have to do something. Uh, actually, the only strep death I saw, it was a 17-year-old cheerleader named Nicolee. She had a severe strep tonsillitis. I gave her Augmentin XR, which is 2,000 milligrams of amoxicillin with clavulanic acid twice a day. It's just one of the strongest meds for strep. But I also gave prednisone. This was 18 years ago. And she died from sepsis. And even though all the pediatricians were always given prednisone to reduce uh, inflammation in the throat, they got some evidence that pain improves quicker than if you just treat with antibiotics alone. She got septic and dehydrated and died. Hmm. So uh, 
never again. You know, even if even if everybody else is doing it, um, uh, never again. And so yeah. I, I've be cautious about anything that immunosuppresses the patient. Right. I sent a patient to the ER over the weekend because I was out of town and I couldn't come in and see them. I see patients in their homes and the ER sent them home on prednisolone orally. And, um, you know, it was about the point the patient was probably about to start getting better anyway. It's a good thing being a doctor is most patients will get better no matter what you do. <laughs> but if you yeah, do something, you your treatment, yeah. And so, you know, but I've been following the child. He's getting a little bit better every day, but that's just, they're writing it like crazy right now. Yeah. Well, and you know, this is the, uh, the, as much as I'd like to say there's been improvement and I acknowledge there has been within the allopathic community, particularly because of COVID has woken that community up, including yourself to things that you never encountered as, as viciously directly in your face as you had in terms of the pharmaceutical control, for instance, of the industry that you're in, much less even the control of the medical journals that we find out that so much of the so-called scientific uh, mm-hmm. references out there are uh, not, let's say, duplicatable, reproducible. Uh, so it's really opened up uh, to some degree a Pandora's box. But for those people and doctors of integrity, they have opened up to consider, hey, all the things that we were told are nonsense or ridiculous. Now you have to really take them seriously and go, oh, Man, there are things in the natural world that enhance immune response or that can facilitate inflammation reduction without destroying the immune system or the liver. And that's, of course, where I went with my training into homeopathic medicine and uh, the things that I've helped and work with many doctors over the years, because there should be a collegial atmosphere of wanting to help one another rather than trying to you know, trample on each other. Yeah, I have a nurse practitioner. I brought her on. One of the reasons I brought her on is because it was getting so busy but also because she's skilled in homeopathy. <laughs> and even though she's an ordinarily trained nurse practitioner, so it provides that skill, you know, I, I, I am not skilled in it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a medical physician, but um, you know, I, I kind of reach because my niche is in the Charlotte, North Carolina area. I'm one of the only doctors that won't kick you out if you don't get all the vaccines. And so a lot of people come to me for that. So they naturally want the alternative remedy. But that's not typical among the ordinary patient who's waiting in a doctor's office or an ER to be seen. Most of them just want something, anything that the doctor says will help. And they get the impression that the over-the-counter stuff is, is, isn't helpful yeah. because they're just too sick. I think the FLCCC supplement recommendations are spectacular. I've had patients that stayed on them throughout the entire pandemic, elderly people with heart attacks and diabetes. And they wound up proving that they were immune to it, but they never had any symptoms at all. Never had any symptoms. But their husband got it, or they had grandkids that had it, and they didn't get any symptoms. I said, you're immune. Get tested. And uh, they got tested, and they had been exposed and were immune to it. So uh, I'm, I'm a firm believer. I think the supplements probably have more, if not just as much benefit as ivermectin in these patients. Well, you bring to light when we hear the word symptom. I remember so well so vividly during the COVID years, asymptomatic uh, spread. Like whenever since before that, that doctor said, yeah, if you have no symptoms, you're at risk of killing grandma because you'll breathe in her presence. I mean, there are so many layers of absurdity that I was just embarrassed for these doctors and scientists who actually believe the propaganda. Yeah, COVID really turned people um, if if you if by just by democratic consensus, COVID changed people's minds about their trust in in the medical bureaucracies in the pharmaceutical industry. Um, we really had we got a tipping point here. 
there is a such a high demand for the kind of practice I provide. I mean, it's just me and my nurse practitioner, and I go to patients' homes. I see five, six families a day, max. And I'm making twice as much money as I did as an ordinary family doc with eight full-time staff members, 50 patients a day relying on insurance. I have an insurance-free practice. This practice could literally be duplicated, I think, in every town across the Bible Belt with nurse practitioners and physician assistants because right now there is such a demand. There's such a demand for doctors who can prescribe, um, who are willing to think outside the box and aren't subservient to the CDC's idiotic, idiotic mandate. Mm -hmm. And uh, people really appreciate it. I'm trying to grow my practice in other cities because it is there's a tremendous need for it. People can't find doctors that are willing to just be 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 servants of the science. They're all just rule following employees right now. There are no yeah. ambitious entrepreneurs of Little House on the Prairie. They're just not there anymore. They just I have a hard time get a salary. I have a hard time, Dr. Johnson, talking to those folks that are our hospital employee doctors because I'm so sad for them and they're sad. I mean, they're depressed. They're like, why do they become doctors just to be told what to do as opposed to utilize the skills that they have in meeting the needs of their patients? Uh, what you're doing is what should be happening. I was going to ask you also about your perspective on the future of, uh, you know, delivery of healthcare because what you're doing is really responding to folks in a, in a way that uh, most of our system is not set up to do. Plus the fact that you're not doing insurance. How is the affordability factor for the average yeah. patient? Because I argued that without insurance, third-party interveners, the price would come down in freedom. Free market would fix it quickly. I'm a big fan of the free market for medicine. But insurance companies and bureaucratic rules have really made insurance rates so expensive because they're mandating that insurances cover things but like, like, like sexual transitioning of, of, of children. And they're mandating these things be covered by employees. A free market would fix the problem. It's government mandates that have made it really expensive. Socialism is very expensive. There's there's nothing to do about it. Well, fortunately, uh, insurances don't cover primary care very well. Pediatrics, gynecology, uh, uh, family practice, they don't cover it well. So, you know, with the co-pays people have to pay, I have Medicaid patients and Medicare patients that want me as their doctor because they're, they're paying just as much in co-pays mm -hmm. uh, than, they, than they're paying for me with just a monthly stipend coming out of their their. You're, you're also proving that stepping out of that system, which can be scary for some that have been told this is the only way to do it, is, as you point out, very beneficial economically to you and and again making it more affordable for patients not less affordable so when we hear the the term concierge medicine it often sounds some would say elitist and only for rich people but the right. fact of the matter is when you remove those third-party interveners and coverage for things that people really don't want nor need now you have some level of affordability which i think will go up when there's more freedom in healthcare, and that is when homeopaths and herbalists and you know nurses and chiropractors and naturopaths oh, yeah. all were in the in the market and going, hey, here's what we offer. You guys get to right. choose, right. and the best the best will rise to the top. Yeah, insurance should be for ICU visits and emergency surgery and things like that, not for generic medicines from your pediatrician. So you know something you said a while ago that's really interesting about doctors. You feel sorry for them. I, I had two physicians, one in Alabama and one in Charlotte, complain to the North Carolina Medical Board that I prescribed ivermectin to their patient, and I defended myself. Thank God, successfully against those two charges against my license. But I got an order, a one-time consult from a physician. Told me he was a physician. He says, "Listen, I learned about you because I always ask where people heard about me." And he said, I learned about you because I sit on the North Carolina Medical Board. So here's a guy on the board 
And I'm like, well, will you please at least being on the board, you're contacting me for ivermectin. He had COVID-19, he wanted ivermectin. At least take a neutral position as the board on ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. You've seen the evidence, you're contacting me for the medicine because you believe in the science. At least urge the, the doctors to at least just not toe the CDC line and be neutral and let people, let the free exchange of ideas and the free market handle this instead of top-down authoritarian dictates. And he was, he's like, I would lose my position on the board. So I took care of him, called, called his medication in, but he was just too scared. Doctors are just cowards and yeah. it's sad, but um, we live said in, it as from within right, the community. I mean, it's easy for me to say it outside of the community, but I, I, you know, I don't like to call people's names, even though people think you do. I don't, I don't, but the point is sometimes you need to call them out and maybe some sem semblance of, of uh, shame or guilt could have them doing something better in the future as opposed to just feeling like they're stuck and locked in and, and he's, as you said, too afraid as a coward to do what is right as opposed to what is convenient based on what you've always done. Well, at this point, the evidence is so strongly in favor of ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and against the vaccine that I think it's going to be a, a it'll have to be a, a political transition. Uh, from Democrat to Republican. And then I think it'll be ir irresistible. Even the courts, like the New York, New York is so extremely pro-vaccine pro right now. They're, they won't even let you opt out of vaccines for public school in New York and California. But the New York Supreme Court, court not long ago declared that every state employee who was fired from their job for not getting the COVID vaccine for religious exemption should get back pay and their job back. The New York Supreme Court, and that's happening, that happened in, uh, with a hospital in Orlando who fired 100 of their employees because they didn't get vaccinated. Um, they soon got their job back and got back pay. So I do think that the, the science is getting too significant of a tsunami to deny anymore. And they, they, no one wants to eat humble pie in the administration. But in time, they're going to have to eat humble pie and realize, and the, I mean, the Republicans will blame it on the Democrats. You know how it goes. Um, but ultimately, I think we're going to see at least um, the mistrust that the public has in medicine hurt medicine and give, give a greater land, uh, windfall of support to, to alternative practitioners like, like you and me. Yeah. Dr. James Johnston, he's got a website, your, your home medicalcare.com and we have it linked up in the show notes today at robertscottbell.com this monday the 27th of november so no cyber monday there are a lot of deals on the website as well at robertscottbell.com do you have any events coming up are you going to a4m in las vegas mid-december or anything like that not this year it's, it's okay. really right now yeah well it's busy time uh and if you're out and about at any event let us know and yeah. uh, i'm sure people well, let me know if you'd like me to come i would love to come meet you meet you face to face and and share the podium with you yeah, well, there are a lot of meetings coming up. In fact, there are a couple in Atlanta in March of next year, which is not far from you in Charlotte, that you might want to take a look at. And all of those upcoming events, as we add them and confirm them, are in the upcoming events tab at robertscottbell.com. And, uh, yeah, I like to bring good people together. And you get to meet many of your colleagues and many people in complementary or holistic practices and, and other things, rubbing elbows with one another and talking and learning from each other and teaching each other. It's a, it's a wonderful spirit of why we got into natural health and healing. Or even if you went into allopathic medicine, realized yeah. that there are limitations there and said, you know what, I want to do better. This is what's happening. Yeah, doctors need to encourage each other. It's, it's tough right now. Yeah, for sure. So, Dr. Johnson, anything else that I uh, didn't, didn't mention as we're heading to break here? 
Thank you for standing for truth. I really appreciate you, Robert. Well, appreciate you, Dr. Johnson. Very, very nice. Everybody check out yourhomemedicalcare.com if you need help. Or let's just say there are family members out there that say, I- I'm-, I'm on the road to doing what you've been talking about, but I'm not all the way there. I need a doctor. There you go. You got Dr. Johnson. He'll help you out, man. So thank you very right. much for being on board today. All right. Take care, Robert. Bye. All right. We got a lot more healing to go on the Robert Scott Bell Show, and uh, we've got updates galore on very many things on the website. The website is acting very quickly. It's behaving well (laughs) after a long time of transitioning it to, no, not from male to female. That's not real, (laughs) but from one host to another. And uh, it's fastly approaching one day it'll have an SSL again. I, t- I talk about it like it's our baby, uh, the website. So Super Don's been working behind the scenes as well as as others. And I thank you all. This coming Wednesday, the 29th, two days from today when we're live, is the next Zoom AMA, the Ask Me Anything for Patreon supporters of the Robert Scott Bell Show. And you could be one of them. Well, those five bucks a month and you get access to loads of things that uh, we don't make available for the general public just yet, or maybe a little bit later, but you'll be first to access them, including a lecture I gave at the uh, the Healing Strong event in Houston, Texas a couple of months ago, which was the first of its kind, and people are really responding well to that, learning a lot. Uh, I'd love for you to be part of it and uh, join us on the AMA. I, I assume it'll be 7 o'clock Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on the 29th of uh, November this month. Very soon, very soon that's happening. We've got uh, questions today. We got comments of the day. We got uh, homeopathic hit. We're going to go into the emergency communications aspect of y'all are prepping, you're storing food, you're growing food, you're doing some backup things, solar panels, but have you set up your emergency communication technology adequately? Here I have the Iridium cell phone. We're going to talk about this. It's not a cell phone. I apologize. It's a satellite phone. Very simple to use. In fact, we're going to test it out again next hour with our friend Kevin Tuttle from Israel. Going to call and give us an update. And you guys can access this. Uh, Cyber Monday deals that are even better. We'll talk about that with Chris Hoare in the second hour of the show coming up. But uh, first up, let me see what I got on the docket here. Uh, Comment of the day. Oh, yeah. This is interesting. Now, Super Don, um, there's an interesting story we're going to cover in hour two before we go to Chris about young people and their beliefs uh, in religion and other things. And I think there's been an overall collapse in in, in trust, let's say, in authority, and, and that includes government, media, medicine, even in religion. There's been a lot of scandals there. And so we'll talk about it. But what I brought up and bring up from time to time can be challenging for some's be- uh, beliefs. And it isn't my intent to challenge it because I want it anger anybody. And, and I think Super Don, you know that. And I hope most of you know that. <laughs> My point is being able to discuss any and all things. That's why our Sunday conversations have been so cool. I've interviewed pastors and ministers and various different people from different beliefs, not to promote them over another, but just to say, hey, here are people with different viewpoints of the world and their experiences are different. And I'm better for learning about why they believe what they believe. And so with that spirit is where I communicate things that I experience or maybe believe or maybe have read about and go, hey, what about this? And so was it last week? I don't know what the context was. I brought up the, the R word, reincarnation. And I don't and remember I mixed, either. I remember it coming up and I was kind of like, oh. Okay. Yeah, it came up somehow. But I, I re, see, I remember back at 30, 40 years ago, 
oh, decades ago when I was studying various things, I was intrigued by so much of the history I didn't learn in school all the way through university that I remember reading, you know, these ancient texts about things, including controversies in Judaism and Christianity and Eastern religions. And that included well, discussions of reincarnation. And I brought up the Council of Nicaea and supposedly there was a vote that said, yep, reincarnation is out of here. We're not going to be part. That's not a part of our belief in Christianity. And so uh, it was just a quick hit, not in detail, but we got a uh, comment of the day coming in from uh, that perspective or statement or statements. Do we have that? All right. So this is from Jane plus Avis. Uh, that's how I'm reading this. Uh, <laughs> I think it's Jane and Avis. Oh, okay. I see a plus sign. I'm I guessing, sure. yeah. yeah. It's definitely not a hyphenated name, but at least. But. What's Jane plus Avis? <laughs> 12. <laughs> That's a good question. I, I don't know. 12? Yes. Yeah, the number is okay. 12 or 42. All right. Hi, Robert. On your November 1st show, you said that reincarnation was once part of Christianity, but the Council of Nicaea voted it out. I'm not sure where you learned that, but it is not correct. Here is a link to one explanation of what the Council was for. The Council of Nicaea was first council in the history of the Christian church, that was intended to address the entire body of believers. It was convened by the Emperor Constantine to resolve the controversy of Arianism, a doctrine that held that Christ was not divine but was a created being. The council deemed Arianism a heresy and enshrined the divinity of Christ by invoking the term homoousios, Greek of one substance, in a statement of faith known as the Creed of Nicaea. That's from Britannica is a link that, that she gave us. You are welcome to believe in reincarnation, but I am hoping you won't say those words again since they are untrue. As Super Don mentioned at the end of the show, that words have power, can do harm, or lift a person up. And someone who isn't a strong Christian can spread this falsehood. I'm listening to this podcast a few weeks after airing, and I just, as I just get behind due to life schedule. I appreciate so much of what you teach and what your guests bring, and I really enjoy the teaching about homeopathic remedies. Thanks and blessings, Jane plus Avis. <laughs> anyway, uh, I appreciate the spirit with which Jane plus Avis has brought that to my attention. And I take it all in great intent with great intent. Uh, my, you know, I'm not a biblical scholar. Don't, I don't claim to be, I read a lot. I've read a lot and I'll bring people on that are biblical scholars to say, Hey, what, what about this? And yet there will be 10 other people that will disagree with that biblical scholar. So I recognize that it's a daunting task to bring up anything of a theological or dogmatic nature about, any belief in any religion. And of course, the majority of our listeners and viewers on this show are probably a Judeo-Christian based. We do have some uh, follow the Muslim faith and probably a variety of faiths that, you know, I don't know, Jainism, Hinduism, uh, various different things out there that we might, uh, Baha'i perhaps. So there's a plurality of, of beliefs out there. And, you know, no matter what, Fundamentally, my belief is in the freedom of religion, your freedom to believe what you want to believe. And my intent is not to convert anybody to anything, but to share my perspectives. Now, going back on this historical perspective, Super Don, we were talking about this off the air a little bit. Um, yes. my, and I sent to you something because my memory of it was fifth century. And what she's referencing here is uh, not fifth century that there was some other reference points to saying that, yes, indeed, reincarnation was a subject and was at one point you know, rejected. And I'll acknowledge that the Gnostics spelled G N O S T I C the Gnostic Christians uh, were also believers in various things that are now not part of what we call mainstream Christianity, but there are different sects and beliefs within Christianity, just as you pointed out in Mormonism, right? 
there are different beliefs in that faith that there's some people that have taken a offshoot of what the mainstay of their church says and are still doing um, polygamy, uh, polygamy, right? For instance. Um, So, you know, I, again, I'm glad that people are listening and going, Hey, wait a second. Now my intent, and, and, and she's right about this though. If you are weak in your belief, let's say you are a, uh, uh, an investigating Christianity person. If you're going to start dallying into dogmas that don't fit or beliefs that don't fit in Christianity, it's going to be hard for you to get grounded in Christian, biblical, or dogmatic belief systems within Christianity. So you, when you're going into a faith, go all in and dive in deep. And then when you're strong enough in your faith, then you could start addressing controversies. And you're like, yeah, I'm fine with that. I, it's not going to sway you one way or the other. Uh, so, and, and, you know, it's true if you're going into an Eastern faith of some kind, you don't go all in or else you're going to be really confused by it. But if something doesn't fit your experience or belief, I, you know, my point is that there's a wide variety of things. God's trying to reach us in various ways to reach us. I am of the belief, and this might not be uh, comforting to everybody here, that God will find whatever means necessary to reach us when we're ready. And that might involve things that in various religions might be in a, not in yours, right? Uh, you know, what are we to say of those people born in disparate regions of the world that have never encountered certain belief systems? Are they right. screwed? Right. Are they hosed? <laughs> Sorry. And, and some people then believe, well, we can, we can pray and bring blessings to them in the afterlife. Okay. Again, these are all various beliefs and they're like ever, anything or everything. It's hard to definitively prove when you get into the esoteric side of belief in religion or uh, religious dogma of any kind. Uh, so anyway, Super Don, I'll throw it out to you because you've got perspective. Oh, what a moment. what a minefield you have laid in front of me. Thank have you I so done? much. Have I done? It, it, yeah, I don't know. It, 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 the, the, the reason why, and mm-hmm. you know, interestingly enough, again, total coincidence, uh, the, the story that we're going to be leading with in the next hour. Mm-hmm. Um, is is really it's it's a great bridge from from one hour one to hour two because we're going to yeah. be talking about uh, some trends that are happening with the younger generation specifically with the under thirties the Gen right. Z kids but um I I have a lot in common with them apparently yes because this is one of those topics where I would just be like unless you really like sat me down if I was like in a in a, a very comfortable situation mm-hmm. an environment where I knew I wasn't going to offend anybody. Uh, and, and, and I could have a spirited discussion. Yeah. I would tend to just go, I'm just, ah, whatever. Well, let's talk about something else because right. there's so many different beliefs and religions and mm-hmm. so many different, you know, practices and dogmas and, and it's stuff where it's like, once you step into it, it's like you're stuck because 99% of the time you're not ever going to, uh, agree Mm-hmm. at the end of the day on the topic. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, as far as the historical side of these, the, the situation, the, the correction in this, mm-hmm. in this comment of the day where it was sure. talking about the council of Nicaea, mm-hmm. I guess there was like more than one council of well, Nicaea. Yeah, I guess that's the first it, it, council. You, right. You begin to, you begin <laughs> to look into, uh, it wasn't just one time, one off. But what about done, the fifth right? council? Yeah. Maybe that was the one yeah. where they talked about reincarnation. Who knows? I don't and, and know. And that, that was the point. It was, it, I don't mean to be, it wasn't flipping. It was just, you know, going back decades ago well, when I read this stuff and was going, oh, that's fascinating. I wasn't going in like a biblical scholar. Yeah, going, I know. I'm, I know. Yeah. But, you know, my, 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 my question is this. Mm-hmm. 
What was was uh, uh, Methuselah the, uh, the, uh, the the report the the person taking minutes of the meeting? Did they like like inscribe that on a, on a stone tablet and we can like look at that to see what was discussed in the meeting specifically? No, who was taking notes? I mean, I mean, you know, where, where's where's the notes for the media? I, it doesn't exist. I mean, there's people that have said, passed it down and they've written about it. So like, but you sure. know, we weren't there. We don't know for sure. You know what was going on, or no, who was talking? You know? See, Perdon, there are a lot of written records. You know, this is only how many thing. thousands of years ago was this? Oh, it's like eight, 1,500, 1,800 years. Um, there yeah. are written records that people do study. Uh, I but guess, said, but then it gets down to interpretation. Well, because that, you know what they did. They when, when they when they had this stuff and they wrote this stuff down, they didn't go say, "Hey, dude, check it out. Here's yeah. what we're talking about today: is the right. thus and they of the stuff thing and the stuff and whatever." You know, and it's like, oh, well, what does that mean? Because you know, it, it was said in in a way where it it what didn't uh, it didn't say things the way that we say things now. So there's a level of interpretation that has to take place from, mm-hmm. from the original text, which I think probably was written not in English either. And so you have translation, Greek, right? Latin, Hebrew, so, Aramaic. Yeah. You know, so people come up with their own uh, translations of what they believe that it, it means. And you know what? Cool. If you read that and you go and you just, you just have like a, a, a personal revelation. Mm-hmm. And and it, and it hits home, and it means something to you, and it connects the dots, and you now are just man. You can face the day with 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 you know confidence, and and you know that that all is going to be well. I envy you. Okay, I do. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, somebody else reads that, mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna be like, no, that's not what that means. <laughs> yeah, that, that means it, you know it's like the people that read the Bible about the Earth being flat. Mm-hmm. Perfect example, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, well, that's what it means when it says the firmament and the firmament means this. Well, how do you know? That's what it means to you. That doesn't necessarily mean the same thing to this person over here. And why would they be wrong and you be right? Or why would you be? You bring up the the difficulty in terms of uh, religious belief. And as I say dogma, I don't say dogma in a bad way. It's, it's, you know, the set of beliefs that make the define the defining parts of these religions, the essence essences of them. And to your point, Super D is that they become subjective interpretations other than what I have argued. And you just mentioned, you have a direct experience. You have a direct revelation that impacts your life for the better, that gives you so much comfort and confidence in, in your belief Dude, and that in the is, world. that is so cool. I mean, I'm and, so happy for you. That yeah. I have, and I could go to you, Super D, I can explain all these things that I've had that make me believe what I believe, that lead me to believe what I believe. Yeah. But it'd be like, well, you could say, prove it. Well, I can't prove it to you. And, and I, I, I used to, I, to that, that, that was my go-to. It yeah. used to be back in the day, because, you know, it'd be like, a, yeah. okay, sure, how, how do you... But I, I don't care anymore. It's just like whatever, whatever works for you works for you. Yeah, I don't care. Subject to I haven't found what works is, for me yet. It's you know? not bad because we've been given our own eyes, our own ears, our own heart to experience, understand, or not life and creation itself. And we have all of these different tools at our disposal, and some research and get into the mental aspects and constructs. Some are more into the esoteric experiences of it that impact them and their interpretation of the written words that are out there that compete even for interpretation. To your point, how much time do we have before the top of the hour? Because I don't want to go over because we've got the oh yeah. The hour. Yeah. So give me that we got, a heads we got up as I'm wrapping up. A little, little over a minute. Little over all right. So with great respect and appreciation, I appreciate all of you. Uh, with what we call maybe dissenting viewpoints. And I know, I feel that you guys take the spirit with which I, I deliver what I deliver, not as a battering ram, because I've been on the receiving end of that, but just as a 
discussion point. And to to the point of the 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 person that wrote in, it's true. If you're not strong in your belief system and you hear a lot of competing ideas and theories, it might you know cause your foundation to sh- shudder a bit and you might not go all the way in. But again, this isn't a show about converting anybody to anything other than to, to remind you that the power to heal is yours and that power comes from a far higher place than government. And yes, that may be defined spiritually or religiously as God or creator, uh, various names for God, you know, Yahweh, uh, Yehovah, uh, Sugmod. Uh, there's so many, so many ways. Joe to Pesci. Joe Pesci for them, some of you. Uh, those of you who are pastafarians, whatever. Anyway, we've got how much time? 10 seconds or less. So we're going to be uh, joined by Chris Hoare on the other side of the break after we talk a little bit more about young people and their beliefs uh, after this. Welcome. That's not what happens. <laughs> I'm doing a welcome to our Brideon. I'm just making sure you're paying attention. You were so anxious to get that going. Anyway, welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show to our Brideon.tv <laughs> uh, simulcast viewers, listeners, etc. We appreciate you being here. We appreciate everybody behind the scenes at Brideon with Mike Adams, the Health Ranger, and Natural News and all of that. Please do support them in their efforts of bringing to you information, shows that are not censored in any way so that you can get information to make better informed decisions about how you want to lead your life. This show is about health and healing. Natural medicine, yes. The freedom to choose the kind of health care you want, regardless of the belief system of anyone else and or the government that would suppress knowledge of natural medicine as such. We'll talk about healing from a political and economic perspective, as well as a spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical perspective. That's why I remind you that the power to heal is yours. All right, back at it here on the Robert Scott Bell Show, robertscottbell.com. Please sign up for the newsletter uh, by texting RSB to the number 66866. That is 66866, and that'll get you plugged in to the newsletter and all the great uh, information and special deals on Cyber Monday as well, including the relaxed sauna you can get for uh, using the code RSB, uh, 200 bucks off of that today. I think it expires today, so if you go to relax sauna at robertscottbell.com, Click the link. Also, Trinity School, you just heard about, has great deals on lectures on demand and more. The Trinity Health Freedom Expo virtual coming up in February. So much more. Stay in, stay in touch with the Robert Scott Bell Show. We'll keep you informed and empowered all along the way. This hour, we'll talk about emergency communications that you need to set up as you are all to some degree prepping for uh, unfortunate or inevitable disasters. I would hope that they don't come, but this is life on planet Earth. And uh, you, you need to stay in touch. What if the cell phones go down? Landlines, what are those? How about satellite phone technology? It's now become affordable, and we've got a very special offer coming from the satellite phone store today. We'll be talking with Chris Huar to uh, uh, reveal that to you, to get you on board with that. Now, Super Don, are, are you still seeing the uh, uh, the text? Double, there it is. It's okay. Thank you. Now I can see what's going on here. Uh, we were talking last hour. I had a comment of the day relative to one of my comments over the past couple of weeks uh, about something that is not part of the official dogma of the Christian church or the Jewish religion anymore, which it once was. And this is another aspect of that subject. It wasn't ever official. There were so many different sects and beliefs uh, in the Christian and Jewish, Jewish uh, traditions that were transitioning after the time of Christ that there wasn't one thing. It was a lot of things, including the Gnostics, 
uh, that were very esoterically oriented and believed differently than many modern day uh, Jewish folks and Christian people, for instance. Uh, so I was just going historically on some things that you know were existing and more commonplace in those eras in that time that now become considered offshoots or radical departures. And you know, for me, it isn't to uh, convert anybody to any belief system because I want you to believe what makes you the happiest, as long as it's not harming you or others in that context, if that can be possible, uh, and inspire you to your greatest life ever in the midst of a lot of tragedies that are occurring on this planet and have always happened in the midst of good things that are happening as well. Uh, so what about young people? That's the question. And the headline reads, Americans under 30 don't trust religion or anything else. What is going on? Now, I think there was a time in the past where they said, don't trust anybody over 30 or 40. I don't know what the word was back then, but there's been a lot going on in the last few years more than ever in our lifetime too where even as uh, many of us in the Gen X said, you know what, I don't really trust the government, but I also didn't trust modern medicine because 24, well, 19 years of my life were giving my body over to modern medicine and I was sick and debilitated and going downhill. And so I had a, a great distrust for authority, you know, almost embedded into me. And also thanks in part to my mom, uh, who was born in what was then Palestine, became Israel, and she's written about it in her book, uh, Life of Many Colors, Her Journey from Israel to America. And uh, she's heading toward her 90th birthday in January of, of this coming year. Uh, so very, very cool stuff that she's done in her life that led me to be very independent and distrustful of authority. Now, I would say authoritarians primarily, but it's hard to differentiate between the two often because there's been so much that has happened among those that are in authority in government, in medicine, in media, and yes, even in religion, church leaders that have been engaged in deceptive practices or horrific abuses, sexual abuse or otherwise. And I'm not going to pick out any one religion. We know that, that these things have existed in, in many, if not all, at some point in time. So these young people are just going, you know what? I'm not into any of this. I'm not into any of this at all. Now, this doesn't mean that they're all atheist. That's not what the interpretation is, is they're looking at these young people going, what's going on here? They're looking at them and say, you know what? I, I just don't like the religious options out there. I don't want to pick a side. It's not a religious thing, not a secular thing. It's kind of like, no, thank you. I'll pass on the question of religion. That's what we're hearing from young people. So the question is, for those of you who are impassioned to reach young people, uh, you know, with your faith is you need to meet them where they are to some degree and, uh, and maybe get an inkling of why they believe what they believe and maybe go deeper than just the outer trappings of an organized 501c3 church, religion, synagogue, mosque, temple, etc. And try to speak to the heart of where they are, which might not be anti-spiritual, but not into the formal stuff anymore. How do you meet them where they are? And that's an interesting thing. And that goes to the, uh, the I guess it was the story I've told a number of times over the years. It's kind of like a parable of the, 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 the preacher or pastor uh, with, you know, you see him from a distance. There's a cat on the fence and he's petting the cat. The cat, it seems to be recoiling from this attention, affection even from the pastor. And you're like, what is going on over there? As you get closer and closer, you see that the, the pastor is petting the cat backwards against the grain of the fur. And it's very uncomfortable for the cat. And the cat's are going, I don't like it. And then you hear, as you get closer, some words coming from the pastor's mouth, talking to the cat. And as he's petting the cat backwards, he's saying, turn around, 
turn around, turn around. Instead of the pastor going, well, dude, I could just pet the cat in a way that the cat goes, oh, that's nice. And that is finding language that meets those that you perceive may be in need of some spiritual understanding or some path in life. Now, I'm not saying beat it into them. I don't want you to beat the cat, much less pet the cat backwards. But I think there's a lot to learn from that. If we are using, let's say, ancient Aramaic to convert people to whatever religion you want, and they're like, I I don't even know what Aramaic is. It's not going to work too well. You find out by asking questions. What do they believe? What do they not believe? What are their experiences in that context? Now, I'm bringing Super Don into the mix just for a few more minutes because I want to talk emergency communications with uh, Chris is joining us again from uh, Satellite Phone Store momentarily. But you know, I just relate the the thing because you identify with these young people. You know, you were there before them in, in in this context. Yeah, I mean, we have some things in common. One of the things in this article is is they they use a, a Jenga. You know, the game uh, the game Jenga, which is the they, they've got the blocks that are all stacked up on top of each other, and you can kind of like push yeah, one you out, pull, them out, pull it and, out, yeah. and eventually the thing collapses. Right. Right. Yes. Um, <clears throat> and so they use that analogy in this article where it's like you know these these younger people uh, will question one particular block in, in the, 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 the religion. Mm -hmm. uh, And they will find that to be something that they don't agree with. So they remove that block and then, then it just kind of has a a, a collapsing effect to their belief in the entire organized religion. I say organized because I think that's really what is being focused on here. Mm -hmm. It's not, they, they don't really address whether these people are spiritual, right? They're t- they're focusing on religion. It's you know specifically. So, yeah, I mean, I ha- I definitely have something in common there with them because it's like you know, I mean, I I I have looked into various religions. I was brought mm-hmm. up in one particular religion. Yeah, and it didn't make sense to me. <laughs> and it, I looked into other religions. I was kind of like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, that, yeah, or or. Obvious, obvious um, discrepancies in. Yes, that's a good word. Thank you. So it doesn't resonate with you. And I think you understand what I'm talking about. So I think you experienced the same thing growing up. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the this is the thing why, look, I am so appreciative of people of faith, people who love God that, you know, these are my best friends. And you guys know that that this isn't about a conversion show. Right. Other than even though we're really talking about it a lot today. Yeah. But, but I think it's a healthy thing to do it. But like our, our last comment coming from, you know, so if someone's right on the fence of their belief system and they are being exposed to a million different viewpoints, that's likely not going to strengthen their belief in what they're investigating. I acknowledge that. So if you're really going for something, go for it, learn it and get and d- dive deep until you figure out it's for you or not for you. Um, who am I to say? And now there are people that are invested so heavily in conversion that they will, you know, abuse you and beat you into submission. And and like I said, I don't respect that at all. Uh, or or you know. people that just flat out cannot have the conversation. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. if you bring up one thing that that um, steps on their toes a little bit or yeah. their belief on something, mm-hmm. they just shut down and leave. Yeah. But this you is know? why I, I like the Sunday conversations. I, I don't think you got into, you didn't ask me religious and spiritual stuff so much yesterday uh, no, when uh, you were no. querying me. But it was pretty cool. But the the idea of a Sunday conversation on the Robert Scott Bell Show is to go a little bit into that direction to learn about people and why they believe what they believe. I'm fascinated by it. I think we're strengthened in humanity uh, to realize that there are various views and and they're good people that may have different beliefs than ours, for instance. 
And I think that we we can come together again in peace. Is that imaginable? Like, Blessed are the peacemakers. Where have I heard that? Uh, you know, and that's the kind of thing I like to bring about and be able to engage and discuss and appreciate people's beliefs, even if they're not your own or my own or our own, that kind of thing. Right. Uh, so I appreciate all y'all that are willing to go with me on these journeys because it isn't every day that we do that, but it's the essence of the show as well that I had just before an allopathic doctor. Yes, he was a DO, but he was talking about ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. I'm not yelling at him and hateful. I, I'm appreciative of the fact that he's integrating things, learning new. He's got uh, an assistant that he says is, is skilled in homeopathy. How cool is that? That's a good thing. Why wouldn't we celebrate that? And so that's a big part of what this show is about, finding things to celebrate rather than denigrate. There's enough of that going on out, outside of this show that uh, I'd like not to participate in that. As much as it is enticing to, uh, let's say, I know better than that person and I will denigrate them because they don't know. Uh, I don't feel particularly good about that, even though, as I'll acknowledge people like Fauci and even Hotez and others that are, are, you know, somewhat buffoonish in their belief system at this point. It's become so obvious to many in their profession, medical scientists, et cetera, that uh, they've been promoting an agenda, a dogma, a belief system that is more about a religious tenet or tenets than it is objective facts revealing conclusive evidence that say, my gosh, everybody should get this mRNA injection or any injection for that matter. It's so disrespectful, much like I am disgusted, and I will say it that way, of those that disrespect others that believe differently than them. Now, again, it's one thing if you believe differently than another. It's another thing if you use that different belief to batter another with it. To, you know, to bash them over the head in some way, try to convert them or kill them. Uh, I don't know that anybody in this audience is in favor of that. So I think that's an easy thing <laughs> to, to agree with. Uh, but when we go out into the world and communicate and, uh, you know, share our stories, I think, again, we're better for that. I'm better for hearing others and their experiences and why rather than dismissing them. Oh, that's the craziest thing I ever heard. And it's easy to do that. Maybe you've never heard about it or maybe you heard about it. And you've already assumed that or assessed that it is crazy. But how acknowledging of that special soul that is created of God as well and their experience here on this planet to dismiss them as crazy because the belief is, have we ever done that? Have I ever done that? I'm sure I have. I acknowledge that. But my gosh, what is the benefit to our, you know, are we, do we feel better about ourselves? Should we denigrate others and their beliefs? Or you feel, feel a little like, oh, that doesn't feel so good as opposed to, well, yeah, we can differ. But we can be pals, we can be friends, we can be family. And that's also what happened in the COVID crazy few years that we've just been through, where it was regular and normal, if you will, to disagree with your friends and family members, and you didn't disown them for it, for the most part. And then suddenly we were told if you didn't get the shot, if you didn't wear the mask. And so tell me that's a scientific ideal. Yes, we must uh, identify differences in beliefs and separate everybody out according to those beliefs and disconnect them from your family, disown them. Yeah. Like, really, is that is that a scientific thing? No, that's a kind of a religious construct of shunning somebody who has left the church, for instance, which is a harsh thing if you've ever seen it happen. Family members that love one another, if they're all in the same church and belief system and somebody decides it's not for me and they're shunned. Ooh, ow. You know, it's like, ooh, that's not so. But what we saw was basically a shunning of those who left the Faucian belief system of COVID injection, et cetera. So we see that science becomes more or behaves more like religious or cult like in its behavior in that regard. So why do young people 
not get into all of these organizations because they've witnessed it. They feeling it. They're feeling, maybe you're feeling it as well. That's not to dismiss your faith as being less than real. But again, now the differentiation between organizations and recognizing that they're fallible, just as all humans are in creation. So where do we go from here? More communication, not less. The answer for, uh, let's say, uh, censorship is more speech. (laughs) It's to keep speaking out. Now, the question is, can we continue to do so in these various crises that are occurring, including our ability to rely on Internet or cell phone technology or the former thing called landlines? I don't even know if they exist anymore. And that's why we've been encouraged to bring to you uh, satellite technology now that bypasses it also for privacy sake. How many times have you communicated people on the phone going, I don't think I want to talk to you about this subject on the phone because I'm afraid somebody's listening. That's a real thing. I've encountered that many times and I've thought about it too. Or you make a joke. It's like, hello, FBI, CIA. I know you're listening. You know, they, they don't even have to have a warrant anymore since uh, Patriot Act stuff. So is there a way to bypass that? Yes, there is satellite phone technology. And we have from the satellite phone store back on Cyber Monday, a special deal, an additional 10% off with the code Cyber10. The link's up in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. Welcome back to the show. Chris Orr. Chris, how are you, buddy? I'm good, mate. How are you doing today? That's good to see you on Cyber Monday. How was your uh, uh, holiday weekend? Did you eat a lot? Are you okay? Um, well, look, my neighbor has a party every year the day before Thanksgiving, and I always remember going to the party, uh, not always coming back, unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, so I indulged a little bit there, but, uh, yeah, I had a great time. Thanks very much. Had some friends and family over and, uh, yeah, kind of trying to recover right now, but, uh, how about yourself? Well, and this is a question. Oh, we had a great time, but I'm still eating the deliciousness that was Thanksgiving meals and desserts. Like I, we had never had desserts like this and again, all organic. So I wasn't compromising quality as I indulged in high fat and even some organic sugar content. Uh, but I didn't forget things because I, I don't do the alcohol like I used to when I was much younger. So I remember everything I think that happened and it was all good. Uh, but in terms of communication at this party, Chris, I'm, I'm curious because we have you on here to talk very specifically about this cool technology to bypass cell phone uh, spying, all of that. And also in emergency grid down scenarios to still be able to communicate with one another. Uh, is that something that comes up during the, the pre Thanksgiving Day feast? You know, do you talk a little bit about this stuff? Does that ever come up? Well, yeah, actually, my neighbor is a police officer. And uh, so he's very familiar with uh, emergency comms and so on and satellite phones. Um, and unfortunately, we had a real example uh, last week of why everyone needs to have the, uh, a satellite phone themselves, even if you don't travel a lot or, or what have you. Um, a gentleman was up hiking in the mountains here north of Denver, uh, and he got into trouble. He was only a few miles off the road, and his cell phone did not work. And unfortunately, he could not communicate and get help in time. And he he passed away and was found about 10 days later. And look, I mean, he was very close to like a busy road, you know, and who who would have thought that you you wouldn't have cell phone service there? But the fact is that only 7% of the country is covered by any kind of cell phone service. You know, you see those maps on TV with all the dots and so on. It's very misleading. You know, these companies only put cell phone towers where they can make money 
and that mm-hmm. is not everywhere by so yeah you know, where, sure. where one or two people tread it's like hey we're not gonna make much why should we put a tower up there but the you know the argument also with the satellites interestingly enough is that they're talking some level of fifth generation cell technology coming from satellites i don't know how that's going to work relative to this because i know there's a distinction and by the way uh, i want to thank you at the satellite phone store i got my phone uh, very very nice. exciting. And we're going to, again, put it to the test from Israel uh, today. Once again, as Kevin Tuttle is going to call us at the bottom of the hour. But here's what the Iridium 9555 looks like. And you get this phone for free when you sign up for activation. And Chris can talk about the special deals that are available in addition to additional 10% off, uh, I think, today for Cyber Monday. For those of you who've been sitting on it waiting, thinking, whoa, should I do it? I mean, this really, what is going on in this coming year? I don't even want to predict. Yeah, no, look, we're in turbulent times and uncertain times for sure. You know, not just the Middle East, but, you know, crazy weather events, terrorist attacks. You know, there's a lot of uncertainty. And uh, we saw in Australia just uh, a week ago a situation where half the country uh, lost cell phone service because a carrier was like appears to have been hacked. And that took down emergency services and everything. Everything was offline in half the country, you know. So, look, it can happen anywhere. It does happen a lot. And we're certainly subject to attacks from the people who don't like this country, from these bad state actors. They are constantly attacking our utility networks. And that includes the cell phone networks, you know, and the power grid and so on. So, look, a satellite phone works when cell phones don't. If cell towers go down, you are out of luck. You are not going to be able to communicate. And that can cost lives, and it can cost your life. You know, a satellite phone, which we're doing, and I'll I'll go over our Cyber Monday special in a sec, but we're giving you a free satellite phone with activation, and this phone is life insurance. You know, you can pay, and we all have life insurance, you know, from our insurers, and that's, you know, they pay out a check when we're gone. Wouldn't you rather, like, be here, you know, and have a device that can actually prevent loss of life for yourself, Mm -hmm. your family, and friends? And that's what these things do. We've been in this business, Robert, for, like, 20 years plus, and we have seen it all, and we have seen countless lives and countless people saved because they had a satellite phone. And, look, we hope a lot of the time you'll never need to use it, but when you do, you really need it. It's like people say, if you need a lawyer, you need a really good one. Otherwise, don't bother. And that's the same with a satellite phone. If you need one, you really need one. It, okay. Whether it's you know a hurricane, whether you know you get lost in one of the parks, or whether you just are in a bad situation anywhere on Earth, you'll always be able to make a call with a sat phone. So talk to me in detail, if you can, about the special deal offer, because I don't want people to go away. I wasn't sure. I wasn't clear on what it is. And I want people to take advantage of this and really be comforted by the knowledge that they will be in a situation and be okay, right? Like the grid down scenarios that will occur. And also that the, the minutes roll over. Talk about all that stuff. Right. So if you go to sat123.com, that's sat123.com, you will see our specials. We have a free MRSAT satellite phone with activation, and you just pay 95 bucks a month. You get 100 minutes or texts a month. If you don't use them, you can roll them over. We give you, you can get a USA number and give it to your friends. So they're just dialing what like the same number as a cell phone would have, but it'll go direct to your sat phone. And again, this will work anywhere on earth as long as you can see the sky. So you're not just getting a free phone, which is a $1,000 value. We're also including a free Faraday bag. So you can put your phone in there and your cell phone and your car keys, you know, and they'll be protected. 
I mean, Robert, did you know that if you have a remote for your car, a remote start, someone can stand next to you and just grab that out of the air, that number, and then they can just get into your car and take it. If it's in a, a Faraday bag, they can't do that. Mm -hmm. You know, and the Faraday bag also protects from EMP attacks, uh, you know, solar flares and, and so on. But that's another hundred dollars. So you're getting a free phone, thousand dollar value, a free Faraday bag, hundred dollar value. And if you call in today only, the first 50 people will also get free shipping, which is another 40 bucks off. And our phone number is 941-955-1020. It's 941-955-1020. But this is a limited offer. And, uh, you know, once we're, they're gone, they're gone. We only have 50 of these left today. All right. Well, Chris, we got people that listen live, watch live, and, and then catch the show later. How late are y'all open? Can they leave a message today if they don't reach anybody? I just want to make sure people have an opportunity to take advantage of the offer that you're giving. Absolutely. Yeah. Look, we have online chat, live chat. Uh, we're open 24 hours, English speaking, US based a customer service. We also have Spanish speaking, US based customer service. So whenever's convenient for you, give us a call. Our lines have been pretty jammed all day today with this special going on. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get back to you. If we miss your call, we will call you back. But our lines have been very busy. But this offer is very limited, like I said, Robert. Well, Chris, and you, you definitely clarified something. I was talking with Super Don and Kevin. They were like, 100 bucks. Oh, wait, I said 100 minutes. Is that for the entire year? And I said, no, it's a month. They're like, I'm not sure. I think that'd be too. No, they're giving you 100 minutes a month. And if you don't use them, they roll over so that when you are in a crisis, you'll use them and you'll need them. And that's a great deal to be able to do that. So I, I appreciate that clarification for anybody that wasn't sure about that. It's 100 minutes a month or texts. And uh, again, you will be you will be extraordinarily grateful. Like that horrible story you shared, you know, in the in the, the wilds of Colorado, even a few miles off the beaten track, you got no cell service. And That's you're in right. Trouble, right? Yeah. No, it can cost your life, you know, and it does every single day. It's completely preventable. And another thing to mention is that this uh, the iSet phone we're giving away today for free can't be tracked. You cannot be tracked. Your cell phone can be tracked to within a foot of where you are. And you, you know, and I know they're recording where you go, what you do, what you browse, all of this on your cell phone. On a sat phone, there is none of that. So like we don't, they don't have apps, they don't have cameras. This is also geared to privacy. We have a right to privacy. You know, I know like big tech likes to talk about, uh, well, privacy is dead. You've got nothing to worry about if you're doing nothing wrong. These are the arguments of dictators, you know, around like in North Korea, same argument, right? You have a right to privacy under the Constitution and right to be protected from illegal searches. Your phones are being searched and monitored all the time. Satellite phones are not in the same way at all. Now, th this service that you guys offer, I don't hear about this being promoted by the big boys and sell, you know, phone technologies like the Verizons and the T-Mobiles and things. Are they getting into this, too? Or is this something they're like, that's beyond us? We've invested billions into the other thing. Well, look, I mean, they'll probably get into it eventually, but uh, they don't want to give up privacy. They don't want to give up tracking you. They don't want to give up all this mm -hmm. stuff, you know, because they make money from it. And hey, you know what? Good for them. But like, it's not good for us, I feel. And we've seen countless examples of where your data on your cell phone has been sold, has been used against you, you know, and it's very dangerous. But I'm sure they will get into the business. You know, maybe Elon Musk, you know, is talking about a handset and so on. But today is what we're talking about. And we have this kind of privacy and protection and access to comms no matter what, you know, wherever you are on earth today. And we're giving you the handset for free if you go to sat123.com.
Yeah, and we have a, a toll-free number. Will it will it connect over to the number you gave us, the 866-535-0829? Will that yeah, jump you, over into Yeah, you can call that. You can call 941-955-1020. Okay. We've got lots of phone numbers there. We've got a lot of people working today, obviously. Uh, we're very busy, but we will run out. Robert, they make millions of iPhones here and Android phones. They, they don't, don't make, make millions, of these. millions yeah. of these sat phones. And when yeah. they're gone, you have to wait till the following year. And the way things are going in the Middle East, I mean, next year might be too late. So don't delay and take advantage of this incredible Cyber Monday offer, sat123.com. All right. Joining us right now on the sat phone, not kidding, from Israel, our associate producer. He books all these amazing guests. Kevin Tuttle calling in from Israel with an update on the sat phone to Super Don's cell phone. Uh, and that's connected through the board that we have here. Thanks to Jonathan Emord, of all people, to get that going. So, Kevin, how are you, my brother? Hey, Robert. Hey, Don. Hi, everyone. Chris. I think it's great. <laughs> um, everything's going okay over here. Yeah, I'm, I'm like pleased to be here still. We're, we're thrilled. It is 1130 at night, yes. Okay, thanks for staying up late. I, and, there's a slight satellite delay, which I'm uh, expecting, but it's not bad. And uh, Kevin, oh, yeah, we have Chris on from the satellite phone store, and they they sent you through uh, the, the phone all the way to Israel just so people are listening all over the world to this show. Yes, you can get it. It's shipped out everywhere. And uh, is there a, a peace of mind associated with having this technology in a place where right now, you know, there's war happening? Absolutely, there's a peace of mind. And it also feels good knowing that Hamas probably has no interest in satellite phones because they live underground in caves and tunnels. <laughs> they used to transport all their terror materials um, and abduct innocent Israelis. Uh so, you know, I mean, yeah, Elon Musk was here today in Israel, you know, getting a tour of those areas. And obviously he's all about communication as well. And, you know, no matter what you think of Elon Musk, is he good, is he evil? I don't know. I'm not judging that. But the fact of the matter is he was here today. So, um, you know, knowing that we have communication when we need it is vital. And we don't know when, you know, the cyber warfare might take place and, we lose, you know, the ability to use cell phones or computers or something like that. It's good to know that our sat phone still works here. Did you get a Faraday cage thing or, or, or bag that you can put it in and other things in to protect against EMP uh, type uh, pulses? I did not, no. Okay, we're going to make sure we get you that for sure because I want that protected for no matter what occurs there. You know, and the other thing Chris brought up is about the tracking technology of cell phones. If they want to target you, uh, a cell phone is an ideal way to go. We know exactly where you are, and, you know, that that's a vulnerability. Yeah. Again, I know not everybody's in a war zone, and you're a little bit far from it in the north of Israel, but still, you know, there are things happening uh, that, uh, you know, I wish were not happening, and I know you wish they weren't happening either, but... Uh, these are the realities on planet Earth right now. Having this technology to stay in touch, I'm grateful that uh, the sat phone store has come through and helped us out with the communication that we need. Yeah, I'm grateful too. You know, this this didn't exist in you know just a few years ago, so at least not that I'm I'm aware of. So it's exciting technology to have. It's great to you know even going fishing or using it for regular everyday type stuff there's a lot of hiking trails here and you know, going out on the mediterranean sea and fishing excursions that sort of stuff there's plenty of opportunity where you don't have cell phone service even without cyber warf warfare 
where yeah. you just need to be able to connect with people. And that's what makes these bat phones so valuable. Yes. And, and Chris confirmed to me just moments ago, because we were asking the question off the air about the hundred minutes. Is it for the whole year? No, it's a month. And if you don't use it, it rolls over to the next month and adds on. So when you really are in a pinch, you have plenty of minutes to stay in communication. Oh my goodness. That is, that's amazing. I didn't think that there was any way we would get a hundred minutes a month. That's, that's a lot. That is a huge deal. Um, yeah. I'm actually floored by that. I'm floored by it. Kevin, you know, it's also important to know that if those minutes, if you use all those up, we're not going to cut you off. We're going to keep you going. You will have to pay a little more for them. But, you know, we understand that if you're using a lot of minutes, it's probably for a very good reason. And we'll worry about like the bill and so on later. So if you use 150, 200, whatever it is, you're not going to just suddenly have no service. I just wanted to make that clear as well. We get asked that a lot. Beautiful. I appreciate that. Um, Kevin, can you tell us a little bit about uh, uh, an, an analogy we, we kind of discussed off the air because there's so much, uh, man, it's a hard subject that what's going on in Israel right now. And it's like so polarizing. Why can't people kind of talk intellectually and engage on what's really happening on the ground there? And, and, you know, what if, you know, there were people sworn to wipe you from the face of the earth, what could you do? What would you do? Exactly. I mean, think about, you know, what is a, a situation, what is a city in the United States where it doesn't really feel like the United States? You know, I don't know if you've been there, but I've been to Deer, Dearborn, Michigan, and, you know, right outside of Detroit, it's a very highly dense uh, Muslim population. Think about if that population, I'm not accusing them of anything, so don't, don't accuse me of that either. But all I'm saying is think about if they were that city, Dearborn, Michigan, kept attacking Detroit over and over again. They would shoot rockets there. They would, you know, abduct people. They would do these things. Would it be reasonable for the world to expect that Detroit does not respond by wiping out these people in Dearborn who are doing these atrocities? That's the situation here in Israel. You know, no matter, you know, I find it just, absolutely atrocious that people can think kidnapping, raping, you know, some of these women who were raped had broken pelvises. Um, the ferocity of, of their anger and stuff at, at the fact that people are Jewish. Now, it has nothing to do with you know, this apartheid state, but that's not the reason they're doing this. It's in their charter to wipe the Jews off the face of the earth. So it's not reasonable for people to think that Israel doesn't defend itself against terrorism. They are simply trying to stay alive. All we want is to stay alive. And, you know, we're in World War II. Also, it wasn't reasonable to think that Germany doesn't get bombed by, by England, you know, by Great Britain in Dresden and all these other cities that were just carpet bombed to get rid of the Nazis. You know, that wasn't the intent of the British to harm innocent civilians in Germany, but it happened. And, you know, if you don't know history, if you don't think it's going to happen again, um, you're wrong. It's going to keep occurring, especially if you don't know about it. And this is what's happening now. This is a, a battle for our lives, for innocent lives. And Israel does as much as it can to protect innocent lives. 
while Hamas uses these innocent lives as shields for themselves. And, I mean, look at the, the leader of Hamas is not even in this country. He's in Qatar living in, you know, a Four Seasons Hotel worth like $9 billion. How does that happen? You know, it, they steal all the aid from all these organizations that send aid to Palestine and Gaza. It's into the people. None of it goes to the people. It's going to build tunnels. It's going to terrorism. And Israel just wants to defend itself. Kevin, it's a it's a hard thing to discuss because people are all over the map and, and extreme polarization here, so they can't have discussions like this. And I appreciate you being there in Israel, giving us a little bit of a, a what's going on on the ground there. And we pray for your safety and your family, your kids, and everybody there. And we'd like to see an end to all of this. Thank obviously. you. And and I know you would too. So, uh, but that you have this Sat Phone just in case. Good Lord, I'm so grateful to Chris and the Sat Phone Store for making this viable and 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 happen i mean again you don't have to be in a war zone to need this technology the point is you could be hiking you, as you point out you could be in the on the ocean on the sea uh you could be you know any any place where this could be a life-saving uh measure of outreach and 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 call for help so grateful for you kevin staying up late anything else before we let you go so you can take a nap for the night <laughs> no thank you all for keeping me in your thoughts and my family means the world to us um yeah, let's hope this all ends and we're going to actually be. Yeah. All right, Kevin. Well, sleep well, my brother. And uh, thanks again, Sat Phone Store Heat. This was Kevin Tuttle reporting from Israel on the satellite phone. Thanks to Chris and the gang at Sat Phone Store. And uh, he's got plenty of minutes left. So, yeah, you know, this is awesome <laughs> that we were able to do that. That's a wonderful, wonderful outreach. And I wanted to show that again. That it's viable, it's very clear, uh, in fact, clearer than some cell phones, uh, that we're able to talk with him right now in the middle of the night there in Israel. Yeah, and you know what, uh, Robert, I mean, it goes to what you were saying earlier, you know, one of the biggest problems in the world is communication, right, it's the censorship of information and communication, because like uh, Kevin was saying, there's like the people in, in Palestine, they're not getting, you know, all this aid and fuel and so on, it's being taken by, by terrorists, you know, and it's like, there's always another agenda, and Iran is funding this stuff, like we, the you know, the average people are the ones that get, you know, get the worst deal out of all of it. But there's a vested interest of these these acts, bad state actors, you know, to divide us and keep us at each other's throats, mm -hmm. you know, because then we're too busy focused on, you know, getting at each other. And we don't, you know, we don't see the big picture. And that's exactly what they want. So communication, like more communication, uncensored communication is only a part of the solution. Like that's what we believe. So. Yeah. If we can get past those differences and find out they're not as big as we think they are now. If your intent or if your neighbor's intent is to blow up your house and kill you, there's not a lot of negotiation involved there. And I think that's a distinct difference in most of us that have been through our lives that have had disagreements with people. It usually didn't go there, right? Like if right. you're at your neighbor's house who's a cop and you have a disagreement, uh, he's not typically going to come over and shoot you or arrest you. I hope not anyway. Yeah. Uh, you know? <laughs> so uh, th this is unusual in in sense of much of the people of planet Earth, particularly here in the West, in Canada, North America, I mean, it's far removed from the existence of being, you know, you know, surrounded by folks that really wanted to push you out in the sea and kill you, drown you. Now, Israel has been able to make peace with certain countries around it, and that's a good, good sign. I'd love to see that we can do that some more. And yet, in the meantime, we need to stay in communication and get past the propaganda on all sides of this. I, yeah, I couldn't agree more.
absolutely. So let's go through the deal right now. And do they need to mention the Robert Scott Bell Shore? Can they get this however they hear it right away? I know this is the day, the 27th of November. Jump on this deal. Extra 10% off. Go ahead and put that up on the screen, Super Don. Yeah, so they can get the free phone, the free Faraday uh, bag with activation, and they, that's 95 bucks a month. They're getting 100 minutes a month. You can roll those over. If they call in at 941-955-1020, it's 941-955-1020, they can also get free shipping. So that saves another 30, 40 bucks. So this is a limited deal. It's today only, Robert, and it's the best deal that we've had all year. It's saving you 1000 bucks on the phone. You're saving 100 bucks on the Faraday case. And if you call in and mention the Robert Scott Bell show, you get another uh, 40 bucks off uh, for free shipping. So the best deal we can do, because we believe, Robert, that this kind of communication and security should not just be the purview of the rich. It should be available to everybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, Chris, thank you once again for your support of, of communication worldwide and, and making this technology available at a reasonable rate for everybody. And having those rollover minutes are really cool. Thanks for clearing that up as well. And uh, we look forward to talking with you more as, as other things pop up in, in maintaining this channel of communication that's open. And, you know, we become very accustomed to instant access to anybody anywhere all over the world. What if that, you know, the Internet goes down, your cell phone doesn't work. You don't need to panic if you have a sat phone. Correct. I mean, we all know it's like to lose your cell phone and not have it for a few hours. It's like you feel just completely lost. And you are, you know, because we're just so used to it. So don't lose communication ever. Get a sat phone, keep it, you know, charged up, and you will never, ever again be in a situation where you do not have comms to the outside world. Yeah, beautiful. Chris, thank you so much. And everybody, take advantage of that. Links are up, and there's always a banner up for the sat phone store at robertscadbell.com. If you, if you missed this interview and you're a little late, Again, just mention the Robert Scott Bell Show. They'll always do, take care of you. And if they, again, if the phones are busy or if you can't get through to a person today because people are going to be slamming you with calls, uh, leave a voicemail so that they know you try to reach out, right? Or go through the uh, the website and text. Online chat. Yeah. yeah. Either yeah. way, even if you don't leave a message, we will call you back. You know, okay. really appreciate the business. And thanks so much again for having me on, Robert. Always a pleasure, mate. All right, Chris. Good to see you. Have a great holiday season. rest of December's coming up. And uh, stay in touch. And again, the spirit of communication, uh, even in disagreement, good Lord, we can, we, can, we can talk to one another and it's okay. Try to be a good example for that here. And I hope you all are doing that elsewhere because we got to also teach these young people that have uh, been part of cancel culture that uh, that's not a movement. That's not a good way forward, a good path forward, whether they're in an organized religion or not. But again, thanks to Chris for being on board, getting that deal available. A lot of these Cyber Monday deals are expiring tonight, including uh, Folium PX, foliumpx.com. Bobri was on last week, and we got to talk with Judy Mikovits about the criticality, how critical this Folium pro these Folium products are as well. Foliumpx.com. Mention the Robert Scott Bell Show, RSB, or whatever. And by tonight, 10 p.m. Pacific time, it'll expire. You can get 15% off foliumpx.com there are various phone numbers they're in the uh, cyber monday tab at robertscottbell.com as well and uh you know this is the stuff that got my mom back on the dance floor just over uh, just under a year ago it was january 1st she was partying on the new year and then on her birthday again for 89 she's coming up on 90 and doing great on the folium products uh these are things that are as i call it a chernobyl level antioxidant and if you have a ceiling in your healing, you've hit the wall, you can't get past it, can't break through, consider the Folium products. They are that good. They are that transformative, and they are of creation.
They are all botanical and they are providing powerful, powerful uh, substance and sustenance to your body to overcome a lot. So thank you to Bob. Shout out to him and we'll see him at upcoming events as well. All right. What else we got today on the Robert Scott Bell show? We got homeopathic hits. We got comments of the day. I don't know what we shall do first. You'll have to let me know, Super D. Well, oh, there he is. Uh, sorry, I'm. I had to undo the uh, all the stuff I had to do to get Kevin on the. That was. It's still. It's so cool that he can call us in the middle of the night in Israel on a sat phone. Yeah. Other than a brief delay, which wasn't bad, uh, we we got everything. That was awesome. Yeah. Looks like Brideon's having issues today. Are they? I've got a. We are currently experiencing technical difficulties. Oh well. Oh, we did our part. Yeah. All right. Anyway, all right, so I have it as a comment of the day, but it's actually a question of the day. Uh, okay, thank you. Oh, this relates to folium, does it not? It does. It says, Dear Robert and Super D, I bought my first jar of folium PX, but I haven't taken any yet. It occurs to me that if one of its purposes is to release metals from a person's body, am I being counterproductive? I take copper hydrosol and silver hydrosol regularly, two metals. I also take zinc, magnesium, and selenium. Will my body be confused while I'm taking these metals and at the same time taking folium PX? Perhaps I should be asking this question to BAL, Bow Health Resources. That's Bobri. And this is Doreen asking the question. No, these are good questions to ask. Now, uh, I will say this, uh, you know, about, for instance, the silver. I've talked about, let's say, if you're on a sulfonamide antibiotic, the sulfur and silver have such a strong affinity for one another that it would probably neutralize the silver's benefit to you very rapidly. Uh, but it's not harmful. And in the same way as you're taking the folium products, yes, there is an affinity to bind ionizing radiation heavy metal components, uh, but there is a proclivity to address that deeper than it would be to neutralize like the beneficial mineral minerals or metals in your body that they don't tend to strip you of. It's not that kind of thing. So there's no contraindication to taking both silver and copper hydrosol while on the folium products, but it's like anything when you have the most active time period in terms of anything that could bind and help remove heavy metals. And if you're taking any kind of mineral or metal, you tend to want to space it out in time a little bit. Give the opportunity, like first thing, if you do the folium products, give it a couple hours and then take later. But also the systemic use of sublingual absorption of the copper and the silver allows for immediate use between the blood and the lymph very rapidly. And then even without the folium, these things are bound and excreted very, very rapidly and very easily after utilization specifically. I mean, that's what we have in the, the low concentration, almost homeopathic, not fully, but almost homeopathic interaction with copper and silver with the sovereign copper, sovereign silver, or the Argentin 23. But we can talk to Bobri again on the air about other supplements in terms of utilization. I've seen no negative impact in terms of taking both, just space them out in time for the full benefit of the silver and copper. You're not going to in any way counteract the benefit of folium with those things. If anything, there might be a slight reduction in, but that's, you know, it's negligible at that point. So great question, Doreen. Thank you for asking it. You guys keep those questions coming in as we wrap up uh, today's show before the bonus round with the homeopathic hit of the day. Playing all of the homeopathic hits every day, right here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. It's worms, Roxanne, worms. Wait, is that words or worms? Yes, the homeopathic hit of the day relates to worms. 
It's Cena. No, Cena is not a worm. C-I-N-A is the homeopathic remedy. And as we go to the brief hits that we do with these homeopathic, uh, uh, let's say, segments, uh, it is all about getting to the basics, if you will, to open up your eyes, ears, mouth, nose, whatever it is, to get these remedies in you when you need them. And in this one, Cena, the remedy for worm infestation and irritability in children, among other things. So these are brief hits. We don't go into a, a broad or deep uh, discussion because we don't have time, but it gives you an open opportunity to start looking at something that may be needed in your in your body, in your life, in your kids. So we'll we'll delve deeply into, or let's say quickly, yet sort of deeply, into Cena. Cena is derived from the Artemisia Cena plant, C-I-N-A, commonly known as worm seed. And this plant has traditionally been used for its vermifuge properties, right? You've heard of vermiculture? You grow worms, vermifuges, you get rid of them. And this is harnessing homeopathic form of this to treat these conditions related to worm infestation. Key characteristics when dealing with the physical manifestation, uh, Cena is primarily known for its effectiveness in treating these symptoms associated with worm infestation, such as itching of the nose and anus, abdominal pain, and irregular appetite. All can be accompanying, again, parasitic invasion, including worms. Now, it doesn't have to be an earthworm. Again, worms can be microscopic too, folks. I just want you to understand this is a wide variety of parasite or parasitology we're addressing here. From a mental perspective, children needing Cena may exhibit marked irritability, capriciousness, and a tendency to have temper tantrums. There's a lot of aberrant things happening when you have a worm manifestation or worm infestation in your body, even again at a microscopic level primarily. Worm infestations, effective for dealing with the physical and behavioral symptoms associated with these infestations, particularly in children. Irritability in children. If they're exceptionally irritable and fussy, especially when or it relates to gastrointestinal uh, comfort. Another inclination or an indication that Cena may be helpful is teeth grinding. You ever had uh, kids that grind their teeth, whether they have worms or not? That's the interesting thing about homeopathy. It's not only if you have a worm infestation, the symptoms can manifest in a similar uh, manner. And the Cena could be the indicated remedy to help in those situations. So it doesn't have to be worms. Just want to clear that up for you. In dosing and potencies, the lower attenuations like 6X, which is one part per million, uh, 10X, 12X, 12C, 30C, these are considered lower attenuation, lower potencies, and they can be used for worm infestations, of course, acute and or mild behavioral issues. When you get into the higher potencies, 200C, 1M, 50LM, different things, uh, more chronic, severely, deeply seated issues of irritability and discomfort, please consult a qualified homeopath if you feel like you need to go up there at that level. Now, here are some other remedies to consider uh, as a complement. Should you be looking at Cena and the remedy indication? You go, oh, that's pretty close, but maybe it's not exactly, or maybe I can use that in something else. How about homeopathic sulfur? That was the original uh, detoxifier, if you will. And this is persistent itching, symptoms of worm infestations continue. You can try homeopathic sulfur. Now, if that's not good enough, chamomilla, which is something we have covered on the homeopathic hits, treating irritability and restlessness in children, especially when they're teething. And then I added this one in, Tucrium. It's a T-E-U-C-R-I-U-M. T-E-U-C-R-I-U-M. It complements Cena in treating the same kind of itching symptoms, anal itching, even, even the nose that's twitchy and itchy, nervous symptoms, and other 
symptoms associated with parasitic infection. So it's not just one thing, it's a number of options. And this gets you a little bit closer. If you have a materia medica or you want to do research online, get you to open that book up. Avoid self-prescribing for chronic or severe conditions. And if symptoms worsen or persist, please consult a homeopathic professional to get more help. In conclusion, Cena, valuable homeopathic remedy, particularly effective for treating worm infestations and associated irritability in children. And yeah, please, please, please share this and stay tuned on the Robert Scott Bell Show for more enlightening dives into the world of homeopathy through our homeopathic hit segment. And this PDF that you've witnessed and seen on the air, if you've been watching the show, is available for free download at robertscottbell.com each day when the show notes are there and a special place. And I want to thank Trinity School of Natural Health, Nutritional Frontiers, Foley and PX and others to make this possible for us to reveal, for me to reveal to you that which I didn't realize you wanted so badly. And I thank you for your patience and indulgence with me to get there finally after all these years with these homeopathic hits. But the PDF is available for free download. There's a special section on the website at robertscatbell.com. Please once again, sign up for the newsletter. If you haven't already done so, text RSB to the number 66866. That's double six eight six six. And that will get you plugged in. You'll get uh, a prompt to enter your email address and you'll get the, the wonderful newsletter with all of the information, including great tips on you know different herbs, homeopathics. There's different deals available to you as well. And again, uh, totally free for you to indulge in the newsletter as well as our Zoom AMA, which is coming up very, very soon. The Zoom AMA is coming up Wednesday, the 29th of November. Join us at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, Become a patron supporter of the Robert Scott Bell Show, and you're plugged in to get all the exclusive deals and offers and different things that you can't access in a general way. And I appreciate your support. It helps us to do things like migrate the website over and other unex inexplicable things that happen from time to time. So thank you all for being here. We're going to be back in a moment with the bonus round at robertscottbell.com. Thank you on Brideon. Hope you're able to watch as well. The power to heal is yours. All right, hope you all had fun today. I had a good time on the show. Super Don, you doing yes. well? Um, sure. Yeah, yeah, not distracted too badly? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. There's stuff going on here. Oh, is it related to dogs or grandkids? Uh, it was Brideon and stuff. I was, it, it's nothing. Forget okay. about it. Just technical stuff. All nothing. Right. Never mind. Never anyway, mind. hey, man, but thank you for too all that you add. To the show, not just behind the scenes, but when you come out from behind the scenes and, and jump, jump right into the discussion. And I think uh, if any of y'all missed uh, yesterday's broadcast, which was our Sunday conversations on the 26th of November, Super Don turned the tables on me and asked me 10 questions that I had not prepared for, didn't know what he was going to ask. And it was really kind of cool. So I appreciate that. That was fun. And I hope y'all did too. Please share. I thought we had a pretty show. good time. Yeah. That was good. <clears throat> So we're going to be... Or maybe uh, it sucked. I don't know. Did anybody watch it? I don't it? know. Did anybody think it sucked? Did, it did, be, did anybody be. catch yesterday's show? Yeah. <laughs> maybe, now, I don't know. This time next week, be heading to Colombia, Medellin, for the uh, Mountains of Hope Healing Retreat, a week-long retreat that uh, I'm taking my kids to, thanks to the group there. We'll be doing some live broadcasts from Medellin, outside of Medellin in the, in the mountains, I think at 7,000 feet elevation. Uh, for the healing retreat, Dr. Brian Artis will be there. Dr. Ed Group will be there. I think uh, Tim Ray. Remember Tim Ray from uh, UI Media? I, I do. I think, yeah, I think he might even be going. 
So it's going to be a really cool group of people that are going to be joining us. They had us. the morning show, right? Yeah, right. Um, and they, they stole my, uh, my tagline. You were the best at creating that, but you didn't trademark it. I didn't. I should have. You kind of gave it to them. What was it? It was when... Morning, uh, morning Zoo meets something. No, it was... Um, Red pill, where red pill yeah, red meets pill, red bull. Red pill meets red bull. Right. That was it. That was <laughs> That's awesome. what it was. Because yeah, yeah. they're just like moving a hundred miles an hour. Um, yeah. Anyway. By the way, I, I think I got word. Speaking of red pill, um, yeah. the next red pill expo with G. Edward Griffin, I think it's going to be in Rapid City, South Dakota, in June. Uh, so I got to find out where where I got that message from. Maybe it came through Instagram. I've got to, well, we'll, as soon as we get confirmation of that, that will add that to the upcoming events calendar, of course. Uh, also, I think there's a Cyber Monday deal for signing up for the, uh, <clears throat> and when you go to the upcoming events tab, it's one of the ones we do have confirmed the Autism Health Summit. That's the 2nd and 3rd of February. Let us, just for fun, <clears throat> let's go to the website. Let's see oh, what yeah. happens here. So we yeah. go here. This guy changed the Cyber Monday, Cyber Week specials. Okay. Nice that you're Look so how nimble. quick this you goes. Look how quick this goes. This All right. Is so fast. So Sovereign Silver is still doing the uh, bundles I checked. And so okay. you can still get the 20% off. Um, and, and, and by the yes. way, mm -hmm. you can get 20% off. This is off of the bundle here. But if you yeah. just on any given day yeah. want to cruise on over to robertscoutbell.com, click on the, uh, the Sovereign Silver uh, ba banners over here on the side. Mm -hmm. uh, and you... Um, Put in RSP twenty. Yeah, you get twenty percent off. Percent off. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. But now but this you, is even, this is even a better deal because you're getting the whole bundle. For any gifts. case, yeah, bonus stuff for so sure. So sovereign silver, uh, you're still getting twenty percent off site wide on uh, Echo uh, technology, mm -hmm. Echo H two O dot com. Okay. And you use the use the coupon code Echo twenty. And, and when you get click 20%. on our banner there. Yep. Okay. Well, here I'll, I'll show you when you get okay. over here to the banner. You see up here at the top. Uh, can yeah. you see that at the top? Mm-hmm. Nice. Away pop ups. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So there it says there. Use Echo Twenty at checkout. So all you got to do is just click on the banner at checkout. Put in Echo Twenty. You get twenty percent off everything on the website. Nice. All right. Uh, twenty percent off of the energy bits. You got to put mm -hmm. promo code RSB twenty. You get twenty percent off there. Bobber, you've you've mentioned this already. Um, the Black this Friday is, and Cyber Monday until tonight, ten p.m. Till tonight, fifteen percent off. It's normally ten with the RSB code, but you mentioned the Robert Scott Bell Show. You get fifteen percent off. You can call in to 818-996-4325. That's the office number. You can even text 818-926-3124, and you'll get a response, or call 818-832-6200, or email info at foliumpx.com. How many, how, many, how many phones does Bobbery have? They got way too many, but Jeez. hey, give you options, right? <laughs> get options. So Pick a number, any number. Yeah. All right. And then th this is big from Nutritional Frontiers, dude. Yes. 15% off everything that they have. And then because you're part of the Robert Scott Bell Show, 15% additional with the code RSB15, or is it just RSB? I don't even remember. I think it's RSB15. RSB15. Yeah. And, and it's uh, free shipping for online orders over 99 bucks. Yep. And this is going on a little extended until November 30th. Yep. So you have a little bit extra time with that two or three more days uh, to join that deal. 15% off plus an additional 15 with RSB15. Well, yeah, the Total Twins 50% off sale. Yes, this is a special sale for today, and that's off their homeschool uh, uh, free market curriculum. Somebody was asking about entrepreneurial 
kind of homeschool stuff. This is very much that way. Yep. T- the Tuttle Twins. Yep. So jump in on All right. that. There's your Autism Health Summit. Uh, so there Cyber it is. The Monday, Cyber Monday. So. Yeah. And buy one ticket, get one 50% off. Go to autismhealth.com. Use promo code buy one, get one to get yep. it. Yeah. And then uh, the folks over here at Touchstone mm-hmm. uh, Essentials have, have a, a special here that if you spend, I think it's, uh, it's gift with min- there's a minimum uh, order, but you use yeah. their thing there and you get a free supplement there from them as well. So, yeah, it's a botanical blend for a glucose control. That's cool. Yeah, yeah nice. Well, so there's that, your updates on some Cyber Monday deals. We've got, let me get over here and turn that off. There we go. Cool. All right. Uh, let's see here. Now, we had a, qu- a big question of the day. I don't know if, if Alexander. Mm-hmm. Who was it? Alexander? Yeah, Alexander Alex. Alexander Alex. So Alexander yeah. Alex, let me know real quick if you are still hanging out with us. Yeah. Well, if, if you are, do you want to you want to answer that question of the day? That he I threw, mentioned, threw I mentioned there? that I would. I messaged that person and said I would answer it in the bonus round. Okay. So I'm just uh, waiting to see whether Alexander hung around or not. Yeah. All right. tip it, typically, we don't do questions in bonus time because bonus time is when we like kick our shoes off yeah and uh you know put our sweats on mm-hmm. um but we'll do it if he's if he's still there so lori lori watched the show yesterday she said it was fun to listen to the off the cuff questions oh cool lori loves us though what, it's like, um, doesn't not count though lori we appreciate the love we love you too for those of you that missed it like robert mm-hmm. was saying it was a um you interview me so i or robert said interview him so i did right. so we talked about uh, merging health trends. We talked about uh, the biggest misconception or challenge facing alternative health community, mm-hmm. the future of health freedom, um, the collaboration between uh, allopathic and, and alternative medicine. I asked Robert uh, uh, if he was on a deserted island. Oh, what three remedies was it? That was actually, yeah, it was fun to watch you kind of like, do mental gymnastics right. uh, on that whole situation, trying to figure out, you know, you, you manage to figure out how to make a, 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 a make more than three remedies. It was kind yeah. of interesting. Never yeah. tell me the rules or yeah. whatever. Uh, by the way, Lori says that there may be a conflict next year in timing with the Red Pill Expo because I don't have the dates in front of me. She says it, it's the same time as Leslie's RSB family reunion. So we'll have to talk about that if that's the case. But uh, again, I, I don't have it in front of me, but. Well, Lori, okay. heads up on that. We'll have to look at that. Um, what else? What, the Yeah, the questions you asked me, again, I had no preparation for them. Well, uh, that was so, the idea. Yeah, it was like, <clears throat> okay. And as always, you bring it. Uh, it was kind of cool. It was fun. We'll do that again. Yeah. Lori also said she had no cell phones or data services. Where? You were in Eli, Minnesota a couple of weeks ago. So it's like just a little off the beaten path in Minnesota, you could be out of cell range. Another reason to... To have the uh, sat phone, take yeah. advantage of that deal. And did you like it? Was uh, I was right? A hundred minutes a month, not for the whole year. What? It's a good thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll talk about it after the show. Well, what? what I, it is after the no, show. No, if you get the deal, yeah, that they're giving you there. Yeah. It's uh, actually it's a hundred minutes a month. Yes. Uh, for I think it's like a fifteen month uh thing. Yeah, but my point is that we were talking like it was 100 minutes for the year off no, the air. We were talking about what's on the phones that we have personally right now. 
Oh, I, I wasn't thinking. I was thinking, what's the deal that everybody? No, 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 not the deal. Not okay. the deal. Not the deal. Right. But yeah, you sign up for the deal. It's a hundred bucks. It's a hundred minutes a month, and it yeah. rolls over. Yeah. So as long as you don't have any kind of catastrophic situation mm-hmm. for a whole year, at the end of the at the at the end of your your agreement, there you've got fifteen hundred minutes. I mean, that's like amazing, that's right? right? Yeah. So that when you do end up in a situation. You don't get cut off in the middle of your conversation with grandma as you're trying mm-hmm. to explain to her what it is that's going on with the flood or the whatever it's going on. You've yeah. got more than enough time to use that phone to make whatever arrangements you have to. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So that's cool. I also had a comment from Tracy. She said, I live in Dearborn, grew up and went to school there, spent a lot of time in Detroit. Detroit area would not stand for it 100%, quite the example to put the situation into thought that would be unreal. Yeah. And that was a, it was a tough one to discuss, but uh, uh, Kevin was not accusing the Muslims of Dearborn, Michigan of terrorism. That wasn't the point. It was sort of like, let's get an analogy as if you I mean, try to understand something that's so untenable that we can't in America think about it. If you, if you've grown up and lived in, you know, an area where uh, the significant proportion of the population wants to kill you wants to eliminate you, eradicate you, wipe you out. That's not a normal thing to encounter. And yet that's the, you know, that's the analogy in a sense when people are just going all in on Israel bad, Hamas good, uh, or whatever. And it's like, there's no easy way to discuss this because people have kind of dug in their positions on it. And I wish we could step back and go, yeah. As I said, the first day when we encountered this and covered, I said, there are no clean hands totally. But in context of people that, have been living in that area for thousands of years as well. And the fact that they, they were living somewhat peacefully for the most part until the globalists got involved and started mucking up the works, uh, as I've talked about those stories as well. Uh, so, all right, that's just another thing. Uh, Chris Steiner added some stuff on reincarnation, our buddy Chris, including Edgar Casey stuff for those that want to read further about it. There's always other perspectives on it, but uh, I think that I think that we handle it rather well, and Super Don, you did as well, that we recognize that even if we are so certain of our, this, I studied this, this is what it says, somebody's going to come in that's a scholar as well and go, no, no, that's not what it means, though. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm not under the delusion that I'm going to solve anything by, you know, and that's not my intent to do so. It's just to go, hey, there are various perspectives that have predated many of our Orthodox religions. Uh, that are now, you know, outmoded, but even some of these Orthodox religions have offshoots of them that it still exists. Okay. So that's just a fact. We'll do with it what you will, but we'll keep talking about all these various things. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't think we got a response from Alexander. Alexander may have left. Okay. Well, we can message uh, Alex later if. uh, I'll save it for tomorrow. We can do it on the show. Oh, you think so? Yeah, why not? Wow, I just feel like I can do it now and do it tomorrow on the show, just in case. Because I said I would. But if he's not here to listen to your response, what we don't know. Right? Maybe. Well, he's not saying anything. Maybe he can't say anything right now. What is he like? Yeah, he's like yeah, I've censored. Right? Is he the I bathroom or something? Or well, I'm gonna try. Hello, Mr. Robert, my dog. All right, hold on. I'll put it on the screen for you. You can do that. Mr. Overachiever. All right, go ahead. (laughs) My dog had breast removal surgery due to multiple lumps appearing after one lump had been extracted on her breast. The lumps ended up being benign fibroadenomas and dysplasia, as was the first lump. 
fibroadenoma. I want to give her silver both orally and rub it on the scar, but I'm afraid of it activating the stem cells and creating unwanted tissue growth. Fibroadenoma scar tissue. Basically, my question is, is it safe to treat her with silver orally and topically on the scar without having to worry about that will cause the tissue uh, to want to repair the missing parts and cause a misguiding problem? I have read that silver can cause missing body parts to regenerate, so I was wondering how that would work. She has hypertrophic scar now uh, after the last surgery, lumpy scar tissue. Or is there anything you would recommend to treat this lumpy scar tissue? Okay. Um, yeah, I talk about this all the time, lecture on it. Silver does indeed facilitate uh, de-differentiation in a stem cell in involvement, but it does not promote the growth of cancer. It does not promote the growth of scar tissue. Quite the opposite. If you utilize silver throughout the recovery process, there is far less scar tissue formation, potential for scar tissue formation potential. So this is not a concern that I have. By all means, take care of your dog if you want with the silver internally and locally. I utilize and recommend the bioactive silver hydrosol packaged in glass uh, from Sovereign Silver and Argentin 23. And the copper, interestingly enough, the copper hydrosol is also addressing scar tissue formation systemically from an internal perspective, whereas the silver is more site-specific treatment, topical, right? So you can use the silver hydrosol first aid gel, uh, the, the uh, Sovereign Silver gel as a topical uh, that has a prolonged activity. And I'll be happy if, if Alexander, you weren't here and you'll message me later. So I didn't hear it. Well, go to the bonus round of the Robert Scabell show, or I'll be happy to review this again because people misunderstand the benefits of silver and misapply the, the benefits as detriments potentially. Uh, yes. Uh, Dr. Becker, which was the book I mentioned when you asked me about an influential book, interestingly enough, and that taught me about the regenerative aspects of silver, the ions particularly. Um, but, um, to, to uh, answer your question briefly now, go for it and let me know how the doggy does. Sorry about all that surgical intervention for a non-malignant issue. I mean, that's a, that's a brutal procedure, but also remember homeopathic arnica and uh, hypericum and bellus, different things like we've covered on the homeopathic hits. All right, there you go. Thanks for indulging me. All right. Okay, what else we got? Any other questions, comments coming through? That was a big one. Here. Thank you all for participating. One. You on uh, you on our our uh, our chat room? Uh, yes. Let me look real quick on the chat room at robertscottbell.com. <clears throat> no, the last uh, mentions or, or uh, comments are from Chris. Okay, talking about the references to biblical references to reincarnation stuff. All right. Do you think we handle it in a sensitive enough fashion? I, I really did appreciate that. I guess. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, the, the purpose of the conversation is not to prove anybody wrong or yeah. defend or, or anything like right. that. It's just, you know, this is what you read or you you thought you read or what you, you know, well, whatever. Many decades it's, ago. And, yeah, and, and, so. and I'm seeing more reference to that because I hadn't looked at it in a long time. But Here's, again, it was fifth yeah, century yeah. stuff, not the second one. But it, regardless, hey, it's just history, right? We you know, and you and I were talking about this and, and, and you know, I think the takeaway from the, um, the question or the mm -hmm. comment that came in yeah, was, and I, I, I think the takeaway that the interesting part of it was, uh, the, that it was said, um, please be careful what you say. Yeah. Because, you know, if there happened to be somebody that is Christian, I, I, you know, let me go back and I don't, I don't want to paraphrase. 
it said. It wasn't it really. It said. Hold on. I'll get it verbatim here. Okay. Uh, let's see. You're welcome to believe in reincarnation, but I'm hoping you won't say these words again since they are untrue. As Super Don mentioned, uh, that words have power, can harm those person. And someone who isn't a strong Christian mm-hmm. can spread this falsehood. So, yeah. Um, I mean, if we have to censor ourselves because, you know, people who are not strong in their faith might hear it and, and parrot it out. Listen, uh, was it untrue what I said? It wasn't fully accurate simply because I wasn't going to the deep de- depths of the, you know, hey, I haven't read the, the you know, the second, uh, uh, what was it called again? Uh, you know, it, the, the, the Council of Nicaea, the, right? Nicaea? Second, so yeah. my memory was of the fifth century, and this is where, you know, the just Emperor Justinian, uh, Byzantine Emperor Justinian, you know, was doing something in 553 AD. So again, we're referencing things, but you know, historically here, it didn't happen here. It may have happened. So again, right. we get into those points and it isn't for me to try and go, I'm kind of convinced people. No, but see, no, here's, I, look, yeah. oh man. All right. Yeah. Here, here Here's my question. Mm-hmm. If we were talking about that, you know, back in, you know, a bazillion years ago, there were some guys that got together and they were thinking, Hey, reincarnation's cool. And then some other people got together and said, no, it's not cool. Mm-hmm. Um, would that really have a, a, a negative effect on somebody who's not whatever a not strong Christian is? Mm-hmm. It's a relative, right? Term. Mm-hmm. Um, it would. It, would that really be something that somebody would go like, "Oh well, no, I, I'm not Christian anymore. Sorry, I'm going to go worship spaghetti monster or well, something." You know, it's po- like, yeah. The point is that is- enough to shake somebody's faith? Uh, I know it's a hypothetical, but I mean, mm-hmm. it's like. Yeah, I, I'm just thinking that that's sure. like no big deal. Why why would somebody stop believing in their Christian faith because they heard you say that at one time uh, <laughs> a million years ago yeah. uh, there were some people that that believed in reincarnation? It's like, well, that's, is that what you believe in? No. Uh, so why would these people over here that mm. you know have been dead for two thousand years? Um, why? How? How would that have a negative effect on your belief in Christianity? Mm-hmm. If you heard that come out of Robert Scott Bell's mouth, well, I think to the point of of the person I'm who confused. wrote it, it's yeah, but it's let's just say you're new to a religious belief, right? You're yeah. studying Christianity, and at that point, you're now suddenly you hear something that says, "Hey, Christianity used to have this," and then they're just new. It might be confusing. I can acknowledge that. But then again, this show isn't about converting people to anything. It's about, you know, freedom of speech, freedom, you know, uh, appreciating people's journeys. All right, journeys, so I'm, I'm about to get myself in some trouble here just because. Okay. Um, you love to do that. Well, no. I mean, it's like, come on, man. Right. Uh, you know, first off, what is a Christian? I don't know. There's so many different Christian denominations. What does that even mean? Um, but you know, Christianity has, had, you know, back in, in, um, uh, a long time ago, there were things that, that cr- the Christian religion, uh, was doing that by today's standards or is like, what, what, whoa, what they did, what, hmm. you know, it, there was that thing, I think it's called like flagellation. 
Oh yeah. You know, where they like, they like whip themselves on their back as a, like a penance for pure purification. Yada, you know? Yeah. You don't see that today. Now, now they did it then. Now, yeah. Somebody might look at that and go, wow, those guys are cuckoo. I can't be Christian now. No, it, it has nothing to do with how you feel or, or what you do today. What mm-hmm. about the, remember the witch hunts? Sure. <laughs> I mean, there are people, you know, like, no, throw you get it, into, see uh, if they float or something to see yeah. whether they're a witch and then burn them at the stake. What about the Inquisition? Yeah. Well, right? go back to uh, Hebrew scriptures, Old Testament, uh, Leviticus things. Yeah. What about the Crusades? Um, the, yeah, again, all of these things are controversial. There was, first, first there was some foremost. cuckoo stuff going on yeah. at one time in the name of the of Christianity. That mm-hmm. does not mean that what you feel today or something like that that somehow now is like disqualified, right? Uh, you know, you gotta you gotta think beyond that. Yeah, I, I think, and I'm not I'm not trying to be degrading or or whatever. You know, on the the, the I don't person think that you are. The, I don't think you are. I'm just saying it's like I I don't understand. I would be interested in having that conversation because I genuinely it's not that I'm trying to go. You're stupid and I'm smart. <laughs> it's it's. I, I don't understand, you know, yeah. what what the concern is that somebody who may not be a strong Christian, that mm-hmm. if they heard you say that in some ancient thing that we have no connection to, and we honestly really even don't know for sure exactly what happened, that some people were talking about uh, reincarnation that happened mm-hmm. to be, uh, uh, you know, um, officials in the church or something. Sure. Whatever well, the church is, again, you know. And, it's like, and to the point of it, you know, was it Diana writing in? If your faith is so shaky that a mere discussion of a different belief throws you off course, then you know what? What do I have to walk on eggshells for all of the people out there that are shaky in their beliefs about anything? What about modern medicine? They're shaky in their belief of modern. Oh my gosh! If they listen to the Robert Scott Bell show, they might use homeopathy. <gasps> Again, where does where do we draw the line there? But I appreciate too that there is a distinct. Uh, difference in, in, you know, various scholars that dig deep into these things that go, Hey, you're wrong about this. And then someone else will come around and say, but you're wrong about being wrong about that. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't want to engage in that to, to the point of uh, animosity. Uh, but also, you know, when I try to focus on, um, well, the things that I believe it's really, my, if I have an intent and purpose is to light up your life in what you already believe and make it even better for you. Yeah. Right, just try and inspire you to do even greater things with your faith. So, that, you know, yeah, I know, I get it, I get yeah. it. Now, Chris says here, Super Don, the motive in removing reincarnation from Scripture is that folks would be more likely to follow the government. Hmm. I don't understand it. As in, as do you, as you're told, because you only live once. Gotcha. Um, there are a lot of things that are fascinating. To I don't discuss. think. I, I think you're giving somebody way too much credit on that one. Yeah, I don't know, but yet you know, here's here's a question for you, Robert, because mm-hmm. I I know that you entertain the idea of reincarnation. Mm-hmm. Um, if okay, and I it just just help me out here. So if if reincarnation were a thing, in other words, what happens if somebody dies and then they come back and they're reincarnated as I'm assuming a person. Or, or could they be reincarnated? Yeah, we, as, we talk about this. People talking coming back as animals and stuff. Right. I, look, I I don't have a, a theological dogma here, except to say, uh, it, I, this if you can use logic and apply it here, where people go, well, that's not logical because the whole idea is not logical, right? But, well, look, it it sounds it sounds like fantasy, but mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just I just had an idea where it's like. 
So a person dies and then they come back as another person. Mm-hmm. How would you how would you explain the population increase then? Because if you've got sure. one person for one person, where are these other people coming from? If if it, if reincarnation is sure, how, you get, how this, now this you get the works. question of of souls created by God. Is there a limit? Is it finite or is it infinite? Right. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it, that doesn't seem to be problematic in terms of God creating souls, divine sparks of. And then they go into reincarnation and sometimes he makes more than sure. he like forgot to turn the machine off and made some extra <laughs> ones. And so then the population goes up. You always take it to interesting places. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah, of course. I like this. Th- these are the questions I have, you, you know, and, and, and if you're, and if you're weak in your faith, don't listen to anything. We're just discussing. That's all <laughs> we're just talking about, it. you know, and the, the, here's the thing is like, I will mm. ask people these questions mm. And it always comes down to, it's like, no matter what, it's like, it always comes down to my sticking point, mm-hmm. which is like, you just have to believe it. And yeah. it's just like. Here, I'll tell you a way that I've, I've discussed this with uh, people, deep uh, Christian faith, for instance. And the interpretation is different. That is, if I perceive that I have lived before in corporeal in different bodies, uh, someone who doesn't believe in that could all could believe it this way. You've lived lifetimes in a spiritual body that per, you perceive to be physical, that preceded the life that you live here, that one life that you live here. And so I think there's a way we can all get along, which is like we interpret it differently as far as that goes. You know, what, what life is like before, during, and then after. And, you know, you can respect the, the variety of ways you can perceive or, or, or uh, conceive of the possibility of life before life or life after life or life again. Um, you know, people are expecting Christ to come back and that would be a reincarnation as well. So uh, again, please do not take offense. I can't tell you not to, but I can, but I wait, 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 wait. So you're saying is you're saying that the idea of the second coming of Christ is reincarnation. Well, how would you describe coming back? That's interesting. I've never heard that before. Well, I mean, again, people may take offense. With I that. mean, I don't know. if if because, you know, the idea is that, you know, people die mm-hmm. and they're buried in the ground and the that when, bodies, when yeah. God comes again or when Christ or whoever, mm-hmm. whatever the thing happens, uh, that they're going, they will rise again as well. And right. so there are they reincarnated or are they themselves mm-hmm. brought again, back to we're, life? We're not going to solve this in this discussion, but Super <laughs> D, again, I like that you ask these questions. I think it's cool. And I'm not offended or afraid to in, engage them. Again, people who have not a solid foundation, whatever they believe, could be like suddenly going, oh, what about, what about, what about? It's not my intent. It's not Super Don's intent to throw you off of whatever you and, believe. And you it's know what? It, it, talk about stuff. It, so. it, yeah. it, at the the risk of of offending somebody, mm-hmm. if if somebody's uh, faith, uh, or if they're not considered a quote a a strong Christian, mm-hmm. then perhaps they need to exercise that muscle mm-hmm. uh, to become a strong Christian. And so asking yes. questions, I think, is is a positive thing. Um, and if I find myself in, I'll tell you, this is where I'm coming from mm-hmm. when it comes to religion. Yeah. And the reason why I'm skeptical is the way to the extent that I am mm-hmm. is because if I get into a situation and somebody gets pissed at me because I'm asking questions, then I know I'm going in the wrong direction. Dude, 
Yeah, that's my journey. You know, I, okay. I went and talked with rabbis and priests and pastors and imams. And I mean, this was my journey. Yeah, as soon as they start telling me, you don't yeah. ask those questions. Right. You just you just go with it. No, yeah. screw you. I'm out of here, too. man. I'm like, no, that doesn't work for me. Yeah. But I had to find a way to get there. Now, everybody's got to find their own path and their own way to get there. And remember, people that are also devout in any particular religion might be able to make a distinction between the 501c3 church, synagogue, mosque, temple, etc., Right. And recognize that the spiritual side of these things is, you know, not what but we're. But then you are part of the club. Sure. So you're not really a Christian. So, and therefore you're going to hell, buddy. Yeah. And we got right? people on the It's like, on, come on, show man. That that, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Arg. See, yeah. we probably shouldn't have gotten on this topic. This is one of those things you don't talk about, man. Well, I think people tune in because we are able to talk about it. I hope so. Part, right? and, and to, uh, okay. to uh, who was it? Uh, Jane and Avis, or Jane yeah. plus Avis, right? Uh, please don't don't take what I was saying as as a, a criticism of you. It's not. I, I'm on. Look, I'm on my own path, whatever mm -hmm. that is. Okay, mm -hmm. and so stuff doesn't make sense to me. I just become me, and I might be a little snarky or something like that. But it's it's not it's not meant to denigrate anybody or criticize anybody. I have a tendency mm -hmm. to kind of have that sort of personality. But well, and, and we'll always have folks that will say, "I tune into you for." X, Y, and Z. When you talk health or homeopathy, I don't like it when you guys talk about this or this. You know, yeah. and, and they tune out. We have people like that too, and that's fine. You know, we we uh, we're not limited in our ability to discuss a whole lot of things, and I think that's kind of cool because this is not a monotone, one note show. Never has been. That's why people have been trying to figure out what what is this show about. It's like I thought it was a health show, but it is, but it isn't. It's this and it's that. You know, it's a place where we can discuss ideas and, and open up to, you know, new ways of thinking that are hopefully beneficial and uplifting ultimately and loving and in gratitude, all of those things that are very compatible with spiritual uh, living or even uh, religious beliefs, etc. And And if you feel so challenged, uh, you know, again, is it because of weakness in your own faith or is it just who knows what? But yes, when you are first learning about a faith, dive in all the way. If you're going to be studying a mo multiple of things at the same time, you're going into something you think is right. It's going to be very difficult to immerse yourself fully in that and get grounded in it. So you have strength in that faith or new faith that you're going into or an old faith, etc. So I get, again, that's what I, I understood the spirit of that is like, if you're not already on the path and you hear that it might throw you off again, it's not my intent to do that, but you know, people are where they are and we're not going to restrict our communication because oh my gosh what if somebody took this information and used it in a way that wasn't perfect whatever that might be you know the the whole argument against homeopathy is what we don't believe it works but you might take it when you needed something that would work like chemo you know really that's the litmus now for being able to talk about something that you didn't do something else therefore uh, you're, there's no movement in that you can't discuss anything at that point Yep. So you got people coming over? No, dogs are barking at something. I don't know what. Okay. All right. Well, so, again, it's a, an engaging bonus round there, Super D, with even a question of the day answered about dogs specifically. Yep. Yeah. And so good times. So, All right. Yeah. So real quick before we yep. before we sign off, what in the mm -hmm. heck is going on tomorrow? Let's yeah, look. Yeah. All right. So Let's tomorrow see. we've got Doctor Hadar Hadar Elbaz. Right turn strategic, you know, right turn strategies dc.com. It looks like, yeah, there's an email at least I see from someone related to that. Okay, yeah, 
dude. All right. I'm looking Ooh. forward to having Bobby Ann Cox. Bobby Ann Cox, tomorrow. attorney who's uh, battled uh, Kathy Hochul and the government in New York on yeah. the uh, quarantining powers. And, uh, uh, you know, one of the courts ruled that they didn't have standing to sue after already winning the case. So they're going to appeal again. So we're going to get her on and talk further about it. I think we were one of the first media outlets that interviewed her when that first happened years ago now. I think you're right. Yeah. Zen Honeycutt will be on now. Okay. Yeah. I'm confused on Wednesday because it shows Zen Honeycutt on at uh, hour one and hour two. Yeah. Well, we need to eliminate the hour one because uh, hour two. Two, hour I'm two. sorry, she's on hour two. Hour one will be Bobri and Judy Mikovits. Right, I got to make a note of that because I yeah. got to fix that on the calendar. Yeah. So Okay. And then uh, let's see what we, we got. We got our AMA on Wednesday. On Wednesday. Yeah. And that's after the show, uh, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, Dr. Kim Thor. She is like Thor. You know, when she brings her energy, yes. I saw her at the event. She's amazing. So she's a doctor of chiropractic. She's very passionate about the vaccine stuff and all that, uh, which is cool. Uh, looks like Friday, Karen Schoen. Karen Schoen. I think she's the one that was supposed to be on um, last week and then okay. wire, wires got crossed somehow. So, uh, You know, I'm thinking of, of getting an old, uh, old friend from years ago uh, who we had on. Uh, let me see if I can see if I can find him here in the messages. So I could reach Bobby Russell. Do you remember Bobby Russell? Um, I do. He he was uh, so that was an was HIV given, thing. So yeah, an HIV thing was given. Yeah, here take all the meds yeah. and was dying on the meds, and you know found out about Deuceberg and Farber and all of us, Liam Chef and everything, and got off all the meds. And he's his picture of health today, doing great. And you know the first of December has been annually when we've done the World HIV Fraud AIDS Fraud Day which is about the fraud of what it is, not what, you know, what it really is. Uh, so maybe I'll reach out to Bobby if he can come on the show and do a retrospective on how he's doing to give, you know, positive uh, health updates to people that are not yet there about toxic poisons, you know, poisoning people back to health who are immune deficient in any way. So I'm thinking of that as one possibility for Friday show as well. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Well, I think we can stick a fork in it. And <laughs> Hope you all enjoyed the show. And uh, please feel free to send more email clarifying or correcting me. Don't mind it at all. I love the engagement and interaction. It's good. It's good for all of us, I believe. And uh, with that, again, thanks to Chris War for the, uh, the deal on the uh, satellite phones. Take advantage of that, sat123.com and all the other Cyber Monday deals. There it is. Yeah. Here's the box that came in. Yep. The Iridium. Free phone as well, which is very cool. And let's see what else we got here. Oh, Dr. Johnston in hour one. That was cool. That was fun. And uh, we covered a lot of ground for a Monday. I think so. Good job. Two and a half hours. What else you got? That's it. All right. I'm going to go, go eat some else? more freeze-dried apricots is what I'm going to do. Oh, did you get? Oh, you got the, the, the package? I'm down half a bag here. Didn't that just come to you? Dude, that's like crack, man. I can't. You just can't eat one. I mean, it's just like pretty soon you're just like, oh. Dude, it's, <laughs> yeah. That was a bumper crack. And I'm glad I, I decided to save a little bit for my wife. Oh, that was nice of you. Yeah. I, oh, uh, that's right. I haven't had the pickles yet. And your wife, you said Go, it, go eat a pickle. Come on now. I wanted to do it on the air, but I might not wait. You're right. I'm going to. Uh, 
Um, I'm going to go eat some turkey noodles. Was there too. anything else in the care package? It was, it was only uh, apricots. Um, I don't she sent you some stuff. Nan, my wife is so great. She's like, I got to take care of Super Don. So. Yeah, there were some, uh, there were some CBD things for the dogs. Oh, nice. There was some Cardio Miracle travel thing. Is this was that the one that had the hat in it too? I can't remember. I don't know. I don't remember at this point. The, Maybe the view it had with the oh right with the duck. You got to bend that brim, right? You got to bend. Well, it. you know, it's 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 a flat bill snapback. Is that what it's supposed to be? Flat bill? It's supposed to be. Yeah, that's like a trend. It's like I don't know how when, the when this this started because you know when you, we, you and I wore hats back in the day, they, it was always a, a curve, a curve to it. Yeah. Thing. A duck bill with a curve, exactly. But you know, it's 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 I it's, I'm not a flat bill hat yeah. kind of guy when I wear one. So, <laughs> but I do have I do have my drink more coffee hat. Oh my gosh, yes. that's so great. That's a good one there. And then there's my uh, Robert Scott Bell show hat. Yeah, you are loaded for hats. I think I've, I've got a. Uh, uh, Defeat socialism hat from Defe uh, yeah de de defend freedom something like defeat socialism That's yeah from e Jonathan Emore yeah <clears throat> I got all kinds of weird stuff in here okay well, I gotta I gotta tear this thing down because I've got a brand new desk yeah oh you did it's been you sitting in a box for like six months because it's one of those it, it, the box weighs about three hundred pounds. Hmm. And it's it's you know A B into right. C D oh, know three those. you know are you are you good at that I hate doing that crap yeah I hate doing that crap what about so I, who who can help you because I don't I don't know I'll probably backwards. I'll give I'll give one of the kids twenty bucks or something and they can put it together for me or something but yeah um in any case it's it's a nice desk I don't know that I can do the stand up thing with it though. No, I think because I think it might have like one of those those shelves that, that the monitors go on type thing, right? That might get in the way. So well, I, you you might be able to not put that on it and just put the stuff on because it is maybe it's, you can place on top of it. Yeah, maybe. Think. All right. Well, know, we'll we're, we're we're boring the tears out everybody. Now. I know this is such stuff. interesting stuff. Here. So uh, thanks for joining us. Hope to join us on the AMA. Please be part of our patron patron support group, and uh, we'll see you on Wednesday after the show for a Zoom meeting. And it's Q&A, live video interface, which is fun, and everything else. And God willing, we'll be here less than 22 hours from now. All right. We'll see you tomorrow.